is all still alright. Yeah, Buffalo is good. Okay. I, uh, I haven't been there in a while. I went there originally, like when it first opened, and it was like it was good, but it wasn't like that great. This well, you time, mean all those years ago when it first opened? Yeah, like when yeah, like it first Andy opened. And Drew all went together at one yeah, point. Yeah, something too. like that. Down. And uh, this time it was really good. Hmm. Sometimes it helps when you actually have a cook that cares. And I think they find like because like I said when I went for the first time it was definitely like pretty quickly after they opened so they were still getting things like situated and like yeah, and, processes set up and stuff. And their one cook was you know the dude who would just do nothing but dab at work and inside of work <laughs> and out of Woolrich. Just fucking blow dabs onto uh Yeah. Who was that guy that cut his hand that day really bad? Oh, fucking Tony. Yeah, dude, that was nuts. Oh, fucking idiot. Before I got my current job, I applied for a cook at the restaurant down at the TA in Lamar, and he was working there. Oh, I so, have no idea what he's doing anymore. I didn't even recognize him at first. He started talking to me like, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, Caleb had to fucking suture. Well, not, he didn't suture him, but he fucking... Tourniquet. Thank you. Gave him a tourniquet. Yep, because he gashed his whole hand wide open. <laughs> you could see the... We were all like working on the weekend too. It was just like, do you want to do you want to pull a dab before you go? No, no man. Man. <laughs> Can we just go. <laughs> you know he's fucked up. Yeah, they they oh, can barely dude. get they can barely get to their next fifteen fucking minute break without going out and taking a fucking dab. Yeah, that's why they just did it inside. I do miss Woolrich. I did nothing when fun. I was at the Woolrich. Is fun. Hmm? I did like nothing when I was at Little Woolrich. Really? Yeah, pretty much. I remember I just signed up with Toad in like that upper part, and we just did nothing pretty much most of the day. I'd come up every now and then, see how you guys are doing. It used to be fun. Yeah. Toad would show me, like, yeah, this little hole, I can peek out and watch people over here. <laughs> and then this little hole, I can peek up and watch people over here. <laughs> all, yeah, all the holes in the tarps that you could look through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking creep. I just remember when fucking what was it? Old man? Was it Dave, the old guy? Old man. Yeah. Yeah. Or Swope, right? Old man Swope. Yeah. Um. He left that one. He left the <laughs> the forklift with the thing like. <laughs> like oh, he's the whole way up on that mezzanine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just got off it, like left it up there, like mm, just what? sitting right before that. And he's just like, <laughs> we're just like, what are you doing, bro? And he's like, oh, I thought I put it down. Like, it was just fucking 13 feet in the fucking air. <laughs> Probably more than that, even. Yeah. The fucking one time Horace, like, crawled underneath all the rackings yep. and, like, grabbed Phil's leg from underneath the rackings. Yeah, and Phil just out. screamed. <laughs> oh, man. I still have some videos of Phil. I think I, I should still have that fucking, that recording somewhere. The music one, yeah. yeah. I still tell people about his lunches. Dude. He'd bring the no same one like... understands those nasty fucking lunches. <laughs> I'm going to have a ham and cheese sandwich with 20 pieces of cheese and one piece of ham. Or like just the six packs of ramen noodles in one container he would just reheat every day. Keep putting like Doritos into it and just mixing it up. Yeah, then reheating man. it the next day. <clears throat> what I've been eating recently is some uh, ramen with two eggs in it. Ooh. So I'm doing it poached style. Bro. Fucking. I've been seeing it a lot, and it's just like, man, that does sound really fucking good. It's really good. good. <laughs> I mean, I've just been trying to eat a lot better and, like, trying to get my diet together since I've been working out and shit like that. So the, oh, the egg white protein type. 
counteract that shitty ramen noodle. It's not. Th- I mean, there's a lot of sodium in it, but it's not like it cal- definitely could do worse. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like I eat it every fucking day or something like that. But yeah, I just try to get some protein in with it because there's no way that I eat that much. Like to put on like real fucking muscle, you got to be like slamming food, bro. Yeah. Like the right type of food, but you got to be like slamming food to be able to like put on fucking crazy muscle like that. Like if you just want to get bigger, you just eat. You don't want to just drink like ten liquid eggs in the morning. Mm. Yeah, no. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, liquid eggs. Just wake up and have some protein powder. That keeps me going for a bit. Sprinkle it on your pancakes? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just have my own little shake. That thing. That thing over there. <clears throat> we'll keep it at that. <laughs> Take a pre-workout. No. I don't need that. So I don't need fucking 800 milligrams of caffeine <laughs> just in one drink. <laughs> Some motherfuckers nice. do, bro. Some motherfuckers are like, they drink like a couple of, fu- couple of them things, and it's like, now you just need like 800 mil. Like, you need to wake up and just have 800 milligrams to go through one set of a workout. <laughs> like, not even the whole workout. <laughs> just like one fucking, like, do some tricep extensions and be like, oh, man, I need another one. <laughs> I remember back when I was still like smoking cigarettes, I'd have like a cigarette before I went into the gym. Then I'd do the pre-workout and shit. And by the time I was halfway through my workout, my chest would be fucking hurting. Like not just like the, not from like the stretching and the yeah, fucking from lifting, all the like fucking caffeine. Yeah, from the nicotine and caffeine together. And I was like, I gotta stop this, bro. Like, and eventually it doesn't. I don't like. It probably does, but it doesn't feel like it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, it is really just a caffeine fucking boost, and that's yeah. all it is. I'm sure there's some other stuff yeah, in them. I don't protein and shit, but the energy itself is mainly just caffeine. Yeah, yeah, it's just a shit ton of caffeine to get you go through your fucking stuff, and it's like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, I remember I broke out one day at Loot Crate from it. <sighs> Taking pre-workout at Loot Crate. When me and Carson were oh, okay. working out, and I think we were just doing some heavy lifting that day at work, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna take some pre-workout. Yeah. Yeah, but no, fuck that. Just time <laughs> under tension type shit. Like, if I feel like I can't do another one, you just negative it. Like, just fucking, if you, like, benching, you can't fucking put another one up, just... Just hold it in. Yeah, just, just hold it until it fucking goes down. Try to get it back up. If you can't get it back up, then fuck it. That's why when you're home alone, you don't clamp. I've been trying to do uh these, like, little, like, 25 30 minute like full body workouts they're pretty they're like with dumbbells and different Mm -hmm. shit like that that i got down there since i'm kind of limited here but they're fucking because it's like it's like four or five like straight different workouts and then you try to do like multiple sets of them yeah you try to do like three or like as many rounds as you can do in like 30 fucking minutes (laughs) it fucking gets me man it fucking some of them definitely be getting me but it feels good again. It feels good to be working out again. I was pumped for you yesterday, man. That first at bat, too. I know, and I, 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 I just felt so comfortable. And then I don't fucking know. I, I mean, we all. Get to I, the, mean, I know. I, we just need to get to the field so we can get some more BP in. We'll talk. I'll text Zach. Like even if he just lets us borrow it one day. Mm-hmm. Like I just, just hit even, off that. I just tee. even want to use exactly. I just want to use the T so I can just get my fucking swing down. Mm-hmm. You'll get it. Start playing some T-ball? Fuck yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and it's funny because he made the tea out of an old mic stand. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep, like one of those. 
Just like without the obviously like the boom thing over where he just fucking taped like a fucking a rubber tee on the top of it. I mean, it is good. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a stand. It's all. Yeah. You leave Zach with a pile of junk and he'll start making something. Yep. <coughs> played pretty good that second game. We played good Fuck the first. Yeah. I mean, it was pitching. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's is he going to be our normal picture? I mean, the way Zach was pitching yesterday, Dude. I think Zach wants to be. Dude, we got a team full of outfielders. We don't need them in the outfield. <laughs> like we had yesterday, we won the game. Me, Zach, and Phil Holter weren't in the outfield and we were fine like we weren't even playing like we were playing four man but like we got a team full of outfielders but i think the only person that can't play outfield is kyle long but i mean like dude we got outfielders i mean yeah blaine's one of the fastest dudes out there Mm -hmm. fucking he's good as long as he shows up every week he's good yeah and i think he's been traveling with him too so i think he like tyrell's gonna be and then who else is out there Scott Condo. Yeah, Scotty. Fuck yeah. He's a beast, bro. I mean, he did get he got caught cheating in on that one, but <laughs> that just comes with the... I How mean, was he cheating? Huh? How was he cheating? Uh, cheating. I mean, like, he, like, we were playing a four-man outfield, so this one dude got up who hasn't who wasn't hitting shit, like, all day, and he fucking plopped. He burned him. Yeah. He, like, he was just trying to cheat playing in on in him. And Every now and then you do that. Like, a girl's... Like, a, like you play fall ball with uh, co-ed... And you got the girls on the team, like normally playing, You're normally playing back a little bit them. when the dudes hit, and then you, this girl comes up. You, you've been gauging her like the entire time she's been hitting. You're like, yo, I'm gonna try to steal one, because that's another thing too. Like softball, you can just bloop them over, fucking motherfuckers can just bloop them right over the infield and right between. You know what I mean? Like you don't swing very hard at all. You just boop, just hit it right over the infield, right in front of the fucking outfielders. <laughs> so sometimes people go in and they cheat. <coughs> They try to cheat you, try to snatch one from you, and then, uh, yeah, he got him yesterday. It's he really still almost fucking had it. <laughs> yeah, like he still like he was like he was burnt like right off the bat, and he still almost had it. So it's like we got we got some outfielders, yep. man. <laughs> and then you at short, Kyle's always decent at second. No, it's Zach or Zach. Yeah, yeah. Zach's always decent. And third just sucks. You're always him, gonna yeah. get, you seem like you're always going to get eaten up at times at third. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we had Heath. That dude we were talking about yesterday, Heath Sprout. I'm telling you, bro, he takes him right off the chest. He doesn't yeah, move. He's for <laughs> Sprout's team, though. So yeah, I know. But I know, but it's still like it's still impressive to oh, watch, for bro. Sure. I've played I've played fucking shortstop next to him before, and it's just like people wail him down the third baseline, and he literally his feet don't move, bro. Like he doesn't care. Does he wear a mask? No, oh, that's what bro. I mean, dude. He takes him just. That'd be like, fine if I had a, a mask yeah, on, but not knowing that if it's just going to go up another inch and he's just crazy, you in the jaw. Bro. Fuck that. <laughs> he's crazy. He doesn't give a fuck, man. Because like you said before, like just that mask, it just gives you so much more confidence knowing like I'm not going to at least get a busted nose or a busted I mean, jaw, if I was playing like, third, I still wouldn't wear a mask. But I also wouldn't play up like they do. I'd play the grass to give me that extra minute or so. Like that, or not minute, that extra hmm. second to like react and shit like that. Plus, it's a little bit if it's a little bit different because back at short where I'm at is like I gotta react to the ball. That is just like when they hit that fucking hot corner. It's just like all right, backhand, forehand. Like you don't, you only got like you got a couple one move. options. Yeah, isn't it? you got one fast. fucking move. <laughs> yeah, but me and Zach between second and short, we've been playing like anytime we're on a team. That's usually the tandem. 
He usually plays a little bit of second. I play short, so like we've been we've been pretty good at feeding each other the ball. That one yesterday, he almost fucking that one that was over his head that he almost snagged. No, the one where we almost had a double play and he like chucked it, but it was like out and like down, and I had to like I had to like fucking reach down and grab it. I thought mm-hmm. the runner was gonna fall. I thought me and him were gonna hit. Dude, Kyle was so pissed on that call at first. I I like. I only I get, say I got dude's point of view. Like he couldn't see it from this side. Yeah, and it's like tag, but it was just funny. I'm glad he calmed down. I mean, he was out. Yeah, he yeah, was 100 percent sure. out. And Kyle does. Kyle, get, Kyle gets riled up sometimes. Like he just he gets mad at himself. He gets just mad at the situation. He wasn't mad at Connor, but <laughs> I just whenever it's me, I'm just like, whoa, all right, we're good. Like that's exactly what I did yesterday. Like I was like, damn, whoa, and just turned right around. I was like, we're good, guys. We're cool. It's all right. Shake it off. Next play, like whatever. Because I, I've lost, like with umpiring too. I just know how it is. Like you can't. Some of those. There you're was the only, one actually you're the only with one, Heath. and you can't fucking watch. Every, yeah, it's hard. There was one for Heath where they like it was a couple years ago. Someone from the outfield threw like such a beautiful pat, like such a beautiful throw into third, and it was like a bang bang play. Runner came in, and the only thing I could really see was the foot get in. But I couldn't see the tag. So the, I literally could do nothing but just call safe. And, dude, Heath just <laughs> – Heath looked right up at me, and he just he was giving me the eyes. And I was just you like – I literally just sat there like this. And then fucking he came back in. I'm like, hey, I was like, sorry if I missed it. I was like – and he's like, no. He's like, don't say you're sorry. He's like, because I fucking – he's like, you didn't change your mind, and that's what I like. Like, don't – like, you called it. That's what it is. Yeah, like you, Regardless he's like, if you know you were wrong in the end. Don't, yeah. And I didn't don't. know if I was wrong or not. I just told him, like – you know, only he could have saw that tag. Yeah. I couldn't. He was he, his back was towards me. I couldn't see it go down. I just saw the leg go in. So I was like, I, I was like, sorry. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, I honestly, he's like, I'd much rather have it that way. He's like, because you get people in here that like call something, and then people are like, whoa, 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 and they're like, all right, he's out. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. The original call is what yeah, it just call is. it. That's what I do every like every single time. I just call it ball strike out safe. If you fucking yell at me, I just ignore you. I don't even say. I don't. Sometimes I don't even look at people. Every now and then, when they start getting really, sometimes people will get like ignorant, and I'll be like, "Hey, you can uh, you can take yourself out of the lineup and go out there and call them in the field now." Mm. But uh, other than that, like if they start bitching or something like that, I literally just don't even look at them. Yeah, just don't engage it. Yeah, they'll get over it. <coughs> I was asked to do like little league fucking umpiring recently, and I was like, "No, <laughs> absolutely not." No, it's like why not? I'm like matters, and then then the parents, no, no, yeah, they're like why not? I was like, because you're gonna get real mad when I turn around and tell someone's parents to shut the fuck fuck up, bro. (laughs) I'll kick your ass the fuck out. (laughs) Not even that. I'll just leave. (laughs) Like I would literally just drop the mask and just be like, I'm done. I know, coach. You can fucking do it. Yeah, bro. I got Diablo to play. I don't fuck y'all. Game's over. Fatty's team loses because I want to see him cry. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that. That's such a good movie. Legit, bro. It's just <laughs> next it's time wild. you come on my court, you better wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm excited, bro. We got a we got a good squad this year. And again, we didn't even. I mean, we didn't even have Kyle. Mm-hmm. We didn't even Kyle Brown. He'd be a pitcher too. Yeah, because I would much rather have. I'd like even, our outfield tandem, really matter. and not and even at that, we can play fucking five man infield too. They can definitely we can play can that. We were we able to have one more fielder? No, I think you can only field ten. Okay. I think you can field ten, hit twelve. Okay, uh, you can't. What do the can't. other two do? 
they'll sit inside and uh, and then they're just but they hit and be like they're extra hitters or and they can pinch run and stuff like that. But there's just too many positions. Someone's gonna get hurt. Like first time I played a five man infield, I, I was like. You guys are too fucking close to me. Like, we got two shortstops. You need to fucking move over, bro. Like, I can't. Like, this is... I got so too much what, range. Two shortstops like, and two second basements, pretty much. Usually, someone should play middle. And then, depending on who's hitting, because, you know, like, people, like, get on to, like, how people hit and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, go over to the... Like, go on the right side of the bag. Go on the left side of the bag. But just sometimes, like... I was playing in this one tournament, and it's for it. And, I, dude, I could have, like, grabbed the fucking kid's pocket. I literally just could have, like, held on to him. Like, I was just like, dude, like, I got too much. Like, you guys should know that like, I have too much range. Like, I'm fast over here. Like, I'll, I mean, you saw that one with, like, uh, Luke yesterday between mm-hmm. me and him when I called him off. It's like, dude, like, someone's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to get fucking mashed, bro. <laughs> that line drive hit pissed me off. <laughs> I almost had it. You did. Right in my palm. Just couldn't squeeze it. It fell right out. Damn. And then Kyle was he Kyle just thought I had it the whole time. He didn't even get on the. I literally, I like got up and before I even threw it, he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> he was just like, he was. He thought I caught the ball. And he <laughs> just fucking did. He wasn't even on first base for me to throw it to him. <laughs> and then you caught that line drive right fucking at you. Yeah, there's two of them. There's one that inning, and then the next inning too. Someone hit another one. I'm just glad my arm wasn't hurting from the whole ordeal. That one fast kid that he just hit one like right to me, and I just fucking turned my fucking legs, and I just—that's exactly what I wanted to do too. I wasn't charging or anything. I was like, I'm just gonna fucking whiff this one and see, like, is my arm gonna fucking be sore after this and stuff? And that <laughs> nah, was pretty good. That's why I don't only play in the outfield anymore. Yeah, plus like. And softball, bro, like, three hitters can really fuck you up in the outfield, man. Like, you're dying out there. <laughs> you just run in, you're backing shit up. It's, just like, it's fucking... Sometimes it gets rough when you're playing a good team. Infielders missing balls. You just got it. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah, and hopefully next week we'll take both. Yeah, hopefully against the church team. Yeah, we did last year. I mean, they shouldn't have beat us, but yeah, I'll, fuck but those I'll... churchies of. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they did tell us to like watch swearing and everything last year with them being a church. Yeah, team. like well, just try not to like. You're cuss. adults, aren't they? I mean, yeah, but it's just like it was more because we want to keep people in the league. I guess that league used to be, dude. That league yeah, used when, like, to be fucking. They used to cut played. off teams. They used to be like, sorry, like we're full, like we can't. We're we're not we're never gonna get done. Like dude that and those parking lots down there used to be filled yep. with cars. Like I even remember that. Yeah, I'd go and watch Don't get my me dad wrong. We, play and yeah. we still got a good amount of teams, but it's like, dude, back in the day it was wild, man. There's a lot of people that played. The Mormons were out casing at that street event with the parade and everything. <laughs> of course they were. I'm pretty sure Zach's mom got uh She's not a Mormon. I think she's a Jehovah's Witness. I think she got baptized by them. She's always posting pictures now online of uh, like her with her elders, but they're like they look like they're our age. Yeah, I guess she got into this new religious field thing. I mean, cult. I mean they're all. I mean, everything. I know, it's all. I don't get how they get new people. 
Because I'm pretty sure the whole thing is there's only like 144,000 places in heaven or something like that. Is that what they say? I think so. I didn't know that. <laughs> only 144,000? What an odd number. Yeah, they're like the special chosen or whatever. <laughs> and everybody else just goes to hell? I think so. Damn. Where else are you going to go? I saw I saw Purgatory. this thing the other day was uh, if Satan if Satan punishes the bad people in hell, isn't he technically the good guy? <laughs> isn't he on the good team or something? It's like, hmm, good point. <laughs> you can always look at it that way, just like all villains. Thanos just wanted to trim the population. That's what makes some of the best villains, to be honest. Yeah. Was like he had a point. Yeah, you get his like you you know he's the bad guy. You know, you know he's wrong. Like just going into the movie, but when you hear him explain it, you're just like, "Fuck, that is kind of a good point." It and really especially is. it was even more because in those movies, like you saw his planet and what happened to it. You saw Titan and like it's yeah. like, "Yo, this is what happens when I don't, when what I what I want to do doesn't happen." So it's like, "Fuck!" It's like those are the type of where you have that like push and pull. Then towards the end, he he kind of did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He went a little crazy, yeah. Yeah. It was also not him. It was also a past him. So Yeah, time travel's fucked up. It's the past him who came forward, and he's just like, I'm going to fucking rip your fucking planet apart down to the last atom. It's like, all right, now we hate him. <laughs> now yeah. I don't agree with you at all. Yeah, I could have done without the whole like time travel plot line, but... It is what it is. It was it just different. Fucks with everything, even like Guardians of the Galaxy three with Gamora, they're just never like, good. It's not the one that he knew. I it's mean, a they, different Gamora from they another did universe. Uh, that's they now did in somewhat universe. pull it off. Yeah, I mean, they definitely like it works. But yeah. I mean, they're just never like it could have been better. They're never yeah. that great. Yeah, yeah. Just sure. like oh, time travel stuff. Okay, it could have been better. I just enjoyed the scene where um, the fucking. Sorcerer Supreme when like the Hulk went there and was like trying to explain it to her she just like draws out a line she's like you're gonna fuck up my timeline he's like not if we take it we put it back <laughs> <laughs> put it back then it's like it never even left right <laughs> wrong you are talking about your protein powder earlier mm-hmm. I got another good way for you to get protein down at the bottom there oh, mm, what some bugs and insects no that's it first yeah Oh God! You should play well, the sound though with story, it. Isn't it. No, it's just a video. Oh, just some funny videos I found. Before we do that, what's up? It's another good episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker, Mike McCloskey, and Pappy. We're back, and uh, this week, after we talk about softball, and I guess watch this funny clip that Mike has for us. <laughs> We're going for round two of the disclosures. Stephen Greer is the who we're going to talk about more, I guess, this and time. The disclosure part project. Yeah, and uh, just based off this one fucking thing that I saw here that Mike shared earlier into the Discord, I was just like, 145 top secret facilities and bases. I mean, is that it, honestly? Like, it really <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, these are the ones that people have come forward and told about, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, that's, that's still a, that's still a lot. Ones. That's still a lot. Well, not declassified. <laughs> is that worldwide, or? Yeah, it's, it's worldwide. Not the declassified ones. They're, like, what all the, like, pe- basically people from the government coming forward and talking to him and, like, giving them, like, their classified information. Basically, like, this is stuff that, like, isn't, can't be, like, released to the general public. But they're, like, compiling it. Because basically they're arguing that, like, the government has had, like, has had UFO crash ships or, like, landed ships. We've recovered them. We've reversed engineered their technology. 
and we've basically been using it as like blacks like off the books like shit like that Mm -hmm. and basically is that like congress and the president don't know about these programs Mm -hmm. and that's kind of a problem like because they're for the people well yeah Yeah. like they have to have checks and balances like there has to be some sort of system to rein in the power of these black programs that they have like what we were talking about like last week there's been multiple times where like the the congress or the president like subpoenas like the fbi or the cia or something like that to like give up these documents and they just yeah don't. nobody's gonna fucking stop them yeah i know but that's, well, that's that, no, i know yeah. i know yeah. but that's what this they're is going about. for the for the listeners who are trying to listen to yeah, it. yeah. it's just like, like it's that's just never gonna change they're uh basically they they took like all this like eight terabytes of information they've given it to congress now congress is Seemingly taking it pretty serious. They have their uh, inspector general, or I think whatever they call it. Like he said, this is like a serious concern. They're going to start like open committees into it and stuff. I mean, will anything ever get done? And will we know anything? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but or if anything does, then they're going to black out a fuck ton of stuff. It's just the more people talk about it, the more it's harder to just sweep under the rug too. Mm-hmm. No matter what the fuck they're doing, even though all these platforms are just going to not show these things anytime somebody talks about it they're just for now it but eventually there's going to be a point where you can't hide it like eventually there's going to be something like there's going to be one that blows up where it's like this is it like you can't hide this anymore you can't you can you can try to lie about it but you just can't hide this anymore. well and we're gonna get to a point we're gonna talk about it later but if steven greer if you're gonna like completely believe him he says that we're reaching a point where the aliens are going to intervene at some point not, like, in, like, a hostile, like, take over your planet kind of way, but, like, you guys are developing things that can potentially affect us now, and we we want to protect us. Yeah, so we <laughs> might have to just pop down, let everyone know that we're here, and, and be like, hey, get a hold of your charge. fucking secret little government that's fucking shit up yeah. right now. Wait, he said you stay the three years. In three years. If nothing's done, that the aliens are probably going to reach their, like, limit in about... In, <laughs> Uh, at most three years, he says. So uh, there you go. Up. You said you wanted to know I last know. time. I You're know. like, just tell us. What are you gonna do if fucking aliens just plop down it's right outside your crib? Fucking giant spaceships just come rolling in. <laughs> Austin Powers. He's actually uh, that was just a <laughs> that was just a clip of the movie Independence Day. You have th- you have 24 hours, Mr. President. <laughs> We'll get into it more later, but he said that we've mastered, like, gravity technology since 1954. Mm-hmm. So we've had... Mm-hmm. And they're saying... I don't know if that... Well, no, I'm just this is what he's saying. But what it, well, to the, what extent, though, of mastering it? Well, like, basically that we've had, like, our own crafts of these pretty much since, like, the 1950s. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And, like... Sure. There's the one I was, I was watching him... The one video I saw about him, he was saying that we have, like, the technology... Basically teleportation. It's not the exact thing, like... You hit a couple buttons on something, boom, a portal shows up, and boom, you teleport. But it's like the, we have the technology that it just, like, I can't, I'm fucking, I'm an idiot, so I can't explain it the way that he was. But we have basically, like, the, the we've re-engineered, like, the teleportation fucking uh, technology that they've gotten from these spacecrafts. It's just, he's claiming that we have 122, like, ships. They either crashed, or we shot down, or have, like, landed and we captured. I could definitely see that. 
it's just crazy because on this like even like this little slideshow said 121 but then he was like in the press conference he was like yeah and just the other day we had another report of another one so now it's 122 <laughs> <laughs> gotta get this right while we're doing it now is that just america or do we say worldwide there yeah worldwide. it'd be worldwide okay. and like we said before we talked about last week how like the first one was in italy mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. America got their hands on it after World War II when we took over. After they hung Mussolini in Town Square. That's where my girlfriend's at right now. But, like, the whole, like, us purposely crashing UFOs, like, they say it's something to do with, like, how our radar works. Oh, yeah. The moment somebody enters our airspace, they are most likely going to shoot it down if they don't know who it is. Well, apparently something with our radar, like, fucks with their ships. He's like, well, just bouncing like radio waves off of it, and apparently it's something like with that just fucks with it and Some causes sort of like them to crash. EMP kind of technology, I guess. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of like a part of the reason that there might be an intervention. <laughs> Is it like, I mean, you've been you... shooting us down now for <laughs> fucking sixty years. And well, we're tired to be of fair, it? this is our planet, buddy. We haven't been to yours. <laughs> and he kept saying, like, if they wanted to, like. Forcibly intervene, they, they would have and could have already. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's what I, that's a big theory between a lot of people. I think even like Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't doesn't fucking entertain it at all. But I think I know, he even like, says he was just like he's like we would have wouldn't seen, they have done it already? Yep, like what exactly. if they have all this technology and stuff? What is the what are the chances that all of them are just these docile fucking like? Yeah, they're gonna be billions of years advanced compared to us. Like they're gonna look at us as like. We look at just the dumbest yeah. animal on the fucking planet. Yeah. Well, in the it's world. Like, that's cute. You fucking. Exactly. They're you pets. S- you shot down our fucking UAV with a fucking radar. Okay. Wait till we send the big boys. I think you talked about this one encounter, I think in the 60s or 70s, at the White Sands, uh, like, missile range, where uh, there was a landed UFO and they, like, the alien came out, talked to one of the, gen- like, the army guys there, like, I forget, like, Colonel or something like that. Basically, like, who are you? Like, what do you want? And he's like, we're here to give you a new world if you can take it. Like, basically, like, we want to give you all this technology and shit, but you guys just kind of keep shooting us down and shit. And we're (laughs) We're kind of scared. (laughs) It's kind of messed up. And they're just like, wow, we've been shooting you down and we didn't even mean it. We're just trying to see what the fuck you are. They're just like, (laughs) stop it. Stop trying to see what we are. We're trying to come down to show you what we are. (laughs) We've been helping you for thousands of years. I mean, there is a lot. Of, that's the stuff that gets me. That's the kind of stuff that I want to know. Like, I wish there was a way that we could really figure out, like, if something was intervening, how? You know what I mean? Like, did they or didn't they? Like, are we really going to say that we are couldn't understand how to do that by ourselves back then? Like, it really wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and we lost it somehow. Yep. Like there's people who come up and they're like, "Oh, you can do these these ways and stuff like that." But it's just like, "But how is it lost? How are the blueprints lost? How are they how does nobody know?" Like they Yeah, you have fucking theories and shit like that, but how does well, The biggest one that I think is is like slaves. Like slaves built a pyramid. Yes, it does. That accurately. That, dude, you couldn't fit a piece of paper through them. Oh, for sure, but... They're I mean, literally I, lined up to True North. I know. 
Like they're, they all not all new north, but they're all in some sort of astrological yeah. meaning thing. No matter what, basically what I'm getting at is I just want to know like how. If something <laughs> intervened, I want to know. If something didn't intervene, I want to. I still. I'm just so intrigued to how they did it. I mean, like, maybe that's what the fucking hieroglyphs are. Maybe King Tut was a fucking alien. I, I think mean, he was just, maybe he maybe he was also just like in, inbred. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah. definitely was. Uh, He's definitely they, inbred. They, they, oh, they all were. But uh, I definitely think people underestimate this, like the willingness of people just and to throw away I mean, lives like, and just. Oh like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like you literally got like, nothing else to do. You might as well figure out how the sun going around works. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing. Like, they had nothing to do but just hmm. Let's move all this limestone or whatever the fuck they use for the pyramids. And I mean, if you're gonna hundreds be- of miles and build this over th- fucking. And if you're like a true believer of the religion, like of the yep. time, he's yep. also your god. He's your god in human flesh. Yeah. So you're probably gonna try to please that's him. just to immortalize him and fucking so you guys can be a part of something that's just that just transcends. Which is actually, which really, I mean, is like you gotta think of what they were thinking back then about how like this all transcends them and like how people thousands of years later and we are those people thousands of years later still talking about it, still fucking in there like unearthing their fucking. They're pharaohs and stuff like that, being like we don't and still like we know the names of these of people. Is. So yeah. like we know the names of these kings and pharaohs. Still, and that's yeah. about it. And it's just like that's what they worked for. So yeah, that's what I mean. Is like as if something intervened and helped them. I just want to know if they didn't intervene and help them. I'm still equally as like interested. It's just like damn, bro. Like they were how y'all mo- smart. How y'all motherfuckers do this? Like I want to know the game plan. I want to know who's like sat down in the room and was just like, all right. We're, we're gonna, gonna make do. this stone this fucking smooth. You can't slide a piece of paper in it. Yeah. With what technology? A fucking chisel. Yeah. So well, like I, they had lasers and water to be able to just slice it perfect. And they say we can't even do that now. But. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different structures where they're like, yeah, we can't. Like we can't do this with our machines. How are we so advanced but so stupid? Exactly. I think we've gotten dumber. Idiocracy said it best. Well, I have a good example from uh, from this the one? heights of human engineering to enhance <laughs> protein consumption. Okay, okay. protein. This consumption. one, yeah. And the award for craziest party trick goes to. And the award for craziest party trick goes to. Wait, what's he eating? He's just deep throating hot dogs. He's bro. just <laughs> swallowing hot He's dogs. He's just going. Yeah, I haven't what? seen him do it, but I've seen people do it. <laughs> he sucks a lot of dick. What? Fucking <laughs> TikTok for you. Like, but that's not healthy. You it's a whole pack of hot dogs. Yeah, you just ate a whole pack of hot dogs in front of us. That's a lot of hot dogs. But you have to chew it up. You can't just have that in your fucking stomach. No, you can't. Your stomach acid will absolutely destroy those hot dogs. Yeah, But those hot dogs will also destroy your stomach. At least he didn't get, like, stuck in his throat and, like, choke. So, I mean, he'll probably be all right. fine. 
Whatever, what do you think those, some of those competitive eaters do what they do? I definitely don't think it's good for you. Like, that's a lot of nitrates and stuff, and that's not great for you. But Yeah, Joey Chestnut won a fucking like, a burrito eating contest recently, oh, dude, too. He's won so many. He's not just the king of hot dogs. He's like, going to die. <laughs> he's going to die. They all are. Like, yeah, but he like he's above the pack by a lot, bro. Yes and no. Like, the burrito, like the closest one to him, like it was it was crazy, bro. No, it was I know, insane. but like, if you look at like even Matt Stoney, who... Is actually the one the last person I think to, to defeat Joey Chestnut. Like, dude, he they're all fucking crazy. I don't know how they do it. I think we talked about this once, but he's like the most winningest like champion. Like he has more champions than any champion ever. Wait, who? Joey Chestnut. Oh yeah, and the hot dog, like he, <laughs> yeah, like out of all like sports and stuff like that, like nobody there's not someone who's won as many I think championships. He's the king, baby. <laughs> I think he eight peated and then seven peated. That's just nuts, bro. Like that's just like ever since he beat Kobe Ashi the first time, he's only lost once to Matt Stoney in like fifteen USA, years. USA. USA yep. took it back from Japan. <laughs> yeah, I grew USA. up watching them too because like Home Run Derby was around that time. They have like the announcer that like announces them all crazy. They like he does them like like Bruce Buffer or something. Like Bruce uh, it's even Buffer. well, it's or even more that it's even worse. X. Yeah, he like he does this whole big spiel when he when he introduces like these people on these fucking. Up it's ne- it's outlandish. Up next on ESPN eight, the Ocho. <laughs> But my point was, they all have their own records. Some of them are just better at certain foods, like burritos. Like that's what I thought they're, was they're impressive. Is like he was like he he switched over and he still like absolutely destroyed. I wish I could remember what it was. There, one of them's one poutine. Oh man, I could go for some good poutine. <laughs> There's a food cart around here that does a decent poutine. Really? Mm-hmm. I think like CB. I think Main Street Bar and Grill does poutine too. Someone does poutine. Like one of the restaurants does poutine. Someone said, "I don't know why they do poutine. They ain't got no business." I was like, "You shut your fucking mouth." I was like, "I don't give a fuck." What's wrong with poutine? It's fucking cheese gravy fries. Yeah, bro. I had it the first time up in Canada, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, (laughs) I've been missing this my whole life. (laughs) There was like all kinds of shit in it too. There was like more than just that. Like there Fully was, loaded. Yeah, like there was bacon, <laughs> other things, chives. Like it was just, it was so good, bro. Did you watch that Chris Chan video I sent you? The what? That Chris Chan video I sent no, you? No, I didn't. I haven't even watched the episode yet. It was like an updated, like about him, like, well, her now. Like what, like in the last month, pretty much. There's been three pictures of him. Wait, was it in disc? Oh, yeah. I did see the one picture. Hold on. <coughs> Maybe it was something different. No, I didn't actually watch that. Yeah. Because that's basically like... Master of Disguise. <laughs> oh, dude, it's 18 minutes. So no, apparently in uh, in jail, she started signing things as Jesus Christ. So like, J. Christ, like, oh Chan God. Sonichu or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, someone posted a picture of, of her as at, the, like, at, her, them check, uh, at their checkout. And she signed the receipt, J. Christ, sonnet you. And, like, even with lightning bolt, heart lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they said that she just stank, like, bad. Mm. Man. And then the second picture was at, uh, like, a game, like, store or something. I think I saw that one. Uh, <laughs> one that she's not kicked out of. <laughs> but it looks like she's trying to, like, stay in disguise, like, incognito. 
Yeah, I probably would too. And she's not wearing the necklace either. No more. It, Maybe she. Has I mean, that's a in. dead. That's a dead Maybe. giveaway. <laughs> it's exactly, wild how exactly. it's wild. Like on, I see jokes about stuff nowadays that have Sonichu on it, and they're nothing about Chris Chan. Like it's just like make like people like making fun of like nerdy people and stuff. Mm. And like, I saw this one. It was just like Summer Boy Fit or something like that, and it was just like this dude with like the nerdiest outfit on whatsoever. And sure enough, like right on his fucking thing was like a Sonichu pendant. And I was just like, you he don't like, you what? know where that came from. <laughs> what? Like, like you're just wearing it, but you don't know the history. Like, of like it. even if they do know, they don't know. They don't like know how like deep it fucking goes. Yeah. That he's yeah, probably like the most hole. documented person in history. Really? It's fucking be. nuts. It's really like, nuts. Fucking Brian's fucking farther than I am in this. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I, I went, said to Mike, I'm excited to see like what, happened to her in jail like did she write a lot of shit down why she was in there yeah, she, she was like writing like letters and shit out to who I, fucking her, fans and her adoring fan club by <laughs> jacob softness just oh, oh in the newest video uh so you did watch it yeah oh, jacob fuck. said that when the mom died if you send him the ashes in a the six thousand dollar like sex doll he can turn her basically into like a golem i guess like turn like re- basically like bring Barbara back to her. life in the sex doll as long as she has the ashes. Because <laughs> apparently he already did it with someone else and it worked all right. And it worked all right. It came to life. <laughs> and was- that was the one where he said I think he had to fuck it to give it more life, but that didn't really work. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta watch it. I forgot. Oh, and also apparently the person that was like also into Chris. Not Jacob Softness, but the other one that was like always supporting her and like wanted to fuck her, mm-hmm. killed him themselves. Oh, but, yeah, because of all this, probably. Fuck. Bro, <laughs> how many episodes of that documentary is there? Seventy something. Seventy something. I would have killed myself before there was thirty. Yeah, I would have killed myself the first time I like shoved my broken medallion up my ass or fucked yeah, but my you also don't Lego have covered PlayStation. Autism to <laughs> have completely. To be honest, thoughts, is like... it even proven that she does, or does she just say it? I don't know if a doctor's she... ever actually been when diagnosed. When she was with her. a kid, they the doctor told them. That they had uh, Asperger's? No, high functioning autism. Okay, that's not a say. thing anymore, though. Yeah. Now it's just like a spectrum, mm-hmm. and you're like a super, you're like kind of, kind of autistic, maybe not so really. We don't have a for sure diagnosis. Well, no, but she, no. she's autistic yeah. for sure. But <laughs> you can where on the, the scale is she, she? We don't know. Yeah, she's definitely more likely on the. You've high seen function. you've seen five minutes of those videos. That person is autistic. Yeah, there's that's not a normal person. Normal thoughts. There's a lot of fucking unnormal people that aren't artistic. Yes, maybe they are and just haven't been diagnosed. I'm just saying with her upkeep and stuff like with her, sorry not her upkeep her <laughs> upbringing and shit like that. I can also see. Remember, not trying to be not trying to be like a dickhead like here and like say that she's not autistic. She probably is autistic. But I could also see, just like what you were saying about, like, hoarders and shit yeah. like that, like, all the stuff that we haven't seen on camera, like, what did that family do to her? Like, Yeah, but I don't, I don't think they beat her or fucked her, in, like, fucked her or anything, because, like, the dad had patents with GE, like, they seemed like they were, yeah, I think were, they were just like, hoarders, decent but... Decent people, but, the, yeah, they were just hoarders. That right. will fuck a kid up, like... Mm. Get, yeah. On some of those hoarder episodes, you can see, like, the kids, and they're just... They're not good. Like it's just it just fucks them For up. For sure, but those ho- some of those hoarders are just straight nasty. 
Like that's cat piss and shit. And or I mean, they're they, everywhere. I don't know if we ever really. They definitely have like too many like cats and shit like that. Like I definitely think they've ha- they found like dead cats in there. There was like that one. It just looked like fucking. It was like a maze. Like he was like oh, doing yeah. a tour of the house, and it was just like like he had to walk through stuff, and and his mom's like yelling at like, "Why don't you clean this up?" And he's like, "What? what? Don't show people what our fucking house looks like. They're gonna you come stupid. take our house. Yeah, and then they try. Yeah, and they really <laughs> try. That as long as it doesn't spill to the outside, they don't give a shit. Goddamn right. <laughs> this is America. I thought because the last episode before the one that just released. There was that newest update of the house. Because yeah. you remember when he showed them around? Oh, my God. Uh, like, she was getting, like, angry, angry at the dogs. Like, that was scary. <laughs> the dogs would not start barking when, like, these people were torn around the house. Because they came to, like, interview her. <laughs> and she was just like, shut up. Like, you like, deep, screaming. like, screaming, like, Went angry at the dogs. Voice. Yeah. Because I wanted to know, like, did she do that to the, her cat? I remember at one point her cat was really fucked up. <laughs> Think she fucked her cat? No, but oh. fucked it up. Aw, oh, man. Like, beat it. Not like that Penn State professor? <laughs> Coach. Just can't. Just can't. Like, Penn State just can't catch a break, bro. Wait, is there a new scandal with Penn State? Didn't you know? No. There was a professor that got caught... Well, got caught. I don't know why he fucking... I don't know the full story, but he videotaped it. No, um, no, no, no. He was, uh, he was in the woods. He fucked his dog. But uh, a trail cam that was set up by mm. like the, the forest like people uh, uh-huh. caught, caught him. him fucking his dog on camera. What? Yeah. A Penn State professor? And like a long time yeah. Penn State like professor. Like an engineering professor or something from, like, like that? Ni- like he's been working there from like the 90s. Holy you guess what he said when they when they caught him? Oops! No, you caught me. No, bro. Let me finish. First off, he said. First off, he Can said that he was done. Wait, huh? what did he say? He said he was done. He wanted them to shoot him. He was begging oh. the cops. He's begging them to shoot, them to oh, shoot him. He's them. like, I'm done. He's like, my life's over. I'm done. Oh, like, because I just, they caught. Yeah. Him. Fair. Fair. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's why I gave the good news first. <laughs> then he said he's just letting. It's just how he blows off steam. So he's been doing this a long time. Yeah, bro. Fuck. Yeah, bro. That's fucked up. And like, what? fuck oh your my... dog in your house. Why'd you go to the park to fuck <laughs> your dog? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you just could have not, like... Take it to the basement. Lock yourselves down there. Just don't go outside. Yeah, why would you fuck your dog in public? Not that we're advocating for someone to fuck their dog. <laughs> but it's just dumb. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just like, dumb. You can't get mad that you got caught when this is how you fucking went about, like... That is just fucking disgusting. He blows off steam. It's how, that's how Isn't he that blows off man. steam. Was it's, it a... I think it was God, a border collie because they made a collie joke. In that's the, fucked up, man. In the article I But saw. they do get big enough, so he, you know what I mean? Like, so now I got to ask, boy or girl dog? I don't know. I didn't know if it said. Does it matter? I mean, I would yes? guess. I would no, guess a girl what? dog. Just cause I mean, no, but like... I still was. I, I, it was just a question. I was curious. And like, is he fucking a boy dog or a girl dog? One's a pussy. One's a butthole. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm it's probably curious. easier to get like one and into is he it sucking than the a other dog one. Off? I'm just, just question. I'm curious <laughs> about. You gotta be the police officer. Did you ever blow the dog, sir? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we never had foreplay straight to sex. Did you use I a car? Did not have sexual <laughs> relations. <laughs> did you bust in this dog? Okay, maybe I did. Gagoogity, Hergish Morgan. I did not have sexual relations with that animal. You cannot, you cannot be within 100 feet of a pet store? God. That's what I mean. We were talking about that the Is other day. A Someone special else... website? Do they go on Megan's Law? That's exactly what I was just about to say. A couple days ago, we were ta- I was talking about this with other people, and there's no- I don't think there is. But maybe because it was in public. He could be like uh, like sexual act in public like those people. But I'm not ta- saying about that. I'm saying people that get just caught in- doing this stuff, like you need to, like, there needs to be a registry. You can't, you can't a be going to... special registry. Yeah, bro. If you get out of jail, you can't be going to an SPCA. Like, you can't. <laughs> you're just not allowed, bro. Oh, man, I just got out of jail. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't go to PetSmart. Like, you can't go, like... Take one to the bathroom, drop it back off. In yeah, the bro. I didn't need... like this one. <laughs> shoving a gerbil up his ass. You should not be drooling when you're staring at all the dogs. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. Like, it just shouldn't. It just. It shouldn't be. There should be a registry for these types of fucking motherfuckers. But yeah, but maybe since it was in public, he'll get like, uh, like the indecent exposure or whatever, like loot acts in public. <laughs> Hopefully they just shoot him. <laughs> give him what he wanted. Sorry, but hopefully they just give him what he fucking wants and shoot his fucking ass. I mean, in other countries, it's completely okay. They shoot them too, bro. <laughs> I don't remember if we talked about it. I know it was Japan. I, I can look the restaurant up. But you can fuck an animal, and then they'll cook it for you, and you can eat it. Yep. It was a dude we talked about before who, like... Turned off all the security cameras in the barn except the F- one. Fuck the, the horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get. I still don't get how you fuck a horse. Like, dude, I'm just glad you don't. Without it, fuck a step stool probably. Without yeah. it fucking you up though. Like, it wanted it. Maybe he didn't even know. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> just thought it was fucking doctor back there just doing some routine work. Very true. Maybe yeah. Some ants crawling on me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? Hitting my ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got another uh, intriguing little video for you there. Below? Yeah. Okay. We didn't have tornadoes here until we started putting in the traffic circle. Didn't have what? Tornadoes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There's no way that was real. <laughs> it's like sounds like some dude like calling into like a fucking radio show. <laughs> we don't have tornadoes around here till they put in. <laughs> oh my god! Them damn traffic circles. <laughs> they put in the traffic circles. That's when people start driving round and round and round. <laughs> Makes a disturbance in the air. <laughs> That's exactly that how funny. tornadoes are formed. That one's funny. It's like that crispy bacon one that went around. Hmm. This pig was going to the oh, hospital. Yeah. So they didn't have crispy bag. bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. You got some news stories for us, Mike. Oh, you know we get I into do. the aliens. First I have an update from uh, a news story of last week. That woman who was like woke up in her coffin at the wake. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, unfortunately died after seven days of intensive care, and they took her back to the same funeral home afterwards. But Did it's she get for real this plot? time. I mean, right. I don't think she's been buried yet, but 
They're just they're just waiting a couple of weeks for just this to one. Make sure. <laughs> you know what? Let's give this one a day or two. Let's wait till it starts stinking. She's she pulled tried a Houd- this before. <laughs> she pulled a Houdini on us last <laughs> week. We're not <laughs> make us fucking look stupid. Trixie old lady. <laughs> well, rip again. Well, what did she die of from the first time? Didn't they say it was from like a heart attack or a stroke yeah, or yeah, something? It was oh, a heart okay. attack, I think. But after seven days in ICU, she just gave out. Which I mean, like, you got like one redo. <laughs> <laughs> you got another week. We didn't talk about that video last time, did we? Because I think it was funny. This? Yeah. No. Okay. I think we should watch that because I think it was pretty good. Drugs and mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> Something. But yeah, he has just a bunch of videos like that. Even one where he explains what the dragons are. The dragons, Papa Legba. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like Papa, isn't Papa Legba just a fictional character from American Horror Story? Maybe. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, sure I don't know if he's I based. wasn't even sure what he said there. Papa Legba. I only know because my girlfriend's dad... Uh, Dressed up as that for Halloween this past year. He won mm-hmm. a Halloween costume contest. He was pretty good. He got it. He definitely got it. But I, I thought it was from American Horror Story. But it could be one of those things where it's like based off something real. Yeah. So I, like, so Papa, L E G B A. I think. Okay, I guess it is from A H S. But is it the not- gatekeeper of the spirit world as well as the god of travel, opportunity, and luck? But is he? Is it based off of a real like? Is Papa Legba based off of real shit that they just used in American um, Horror Story? What's this? Papa Legba is a, a Iowa? Oh, a Haitian voodoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what IWA was though. Uh, probably some just like spirit or something. But yeah, something with Haitian voodoo. Okay, so he is a god of voodoo. Fair enough. In Haiti, he is the great elect. Elect. Oh fuck! I can't read tonight. Oh, elocutioner. Yeah. I think that means like talker. Yeah, he facilitates communication, speech, and understanding. Hmm. He's commonly associated with dogs. He's invoked at the beginning of every ceremony. And he has origins in the historic West African kingdom of Dahomey. Okay. Papa Legba from Dahomey. <laughs> All right. So he's legit. Hey, man, if you say you got blood packs with him, that's... Whatever floats your boat. I still want to summon the one that teaches you all languages. Uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be cool if you could speak all languages, but... I would definitely ask for uh, something. You guys in that fucking Book of Oberon. <laughs> I 
I mean, I do want to read the lesser and and uh, what is it? The lesser and the greater high, keys. Yeah, the greater and lesser keys of Solomon. Just give me wealth. That's all I want. I was at a fucking funeral and there's like this dude, the the priest and everything was. It was like religious and like what he was talking about, and he just started talking about King Solomon and stuff like that. And I was just sitting in the background, like. He kept saying about how Solomon was like one of the wisest men that ever like and I'm like you know he like there's there's still books of him where he summoned demons not just summoned he fucking like he like fucking bound them to his will and shit like that like, like fucking, studied them and shit Yeah like, like what like what? interrogated them Yeah how are you going to sit here just but like for what we just won't we won't that's just, not yeah. real Yeah Everything else written about Solomon in the Bible is cool, but all the other things that we have. Well, I mean, there's, like, the whole, like, baby one from the Bible where he's, like, cut the baby in half, and the woman's like, no, no, she can have him. She's the real mother, that story. Oh, that was actually based on that story? Yeah, I think... Like, I've heard it through retellings of, like, a doll and kids fighting over it. I didn't know that that was a Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's from the Bible. It's definitely a story in the Bible. I don't know if it was King Solomon. Oh, no, it was was King Solomon. Okay, so, yeah. Basically, they couldn't figure out who the mother yeah, was or something like that. The person who says, "Stop! Don't yeah. kill! Don't yeah. kill the baby!" Yeah, is the true mother. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! See, kids' fucking cartoons were so fucking dark. I had to get them from somewhere. I know. I mean, there was one where just a fucking rat. There was a cat running around just trying to kill a, a rat the entire fucking show. Same with the Wiley Coyote. Wiley oh, Coyote was just always trying to kill a fucking Roadrunner. Like, just the whole well, fucking. He was trying to. Well, okay, yeah, never mind. He was trying to. Bro, he yeah, used I bombs. Know, he used yeah. fucking, like, all kinds yeah. of shit. Like, he, they were trying to kill him. I know. That's why I stopped. And that's why they don't have guns anymore. It was too violent. Fucking. Not if it never worked. They were trying to just cancel like, culture bullshit. Like, they took away Elmer Fudd's gun and. What does he do now? I really don't know. I haven't watched him. Is he just retired? I I don't know. Plays golf. They ruined it when they took away his gun, and they just... He's hunting wabbits. It's it's a fucking cartoon. It's entertainment. Didn't he have guns in Space Jam? Yeah. Yeah. In, like, the newest one? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know about the newest one. I don't know. I thought they were trying to take all that out. You want to get into a news story here? Let's get into a news story. So man, this guy? Yep. Man hides Britain's largest model train set from his girlfriend. Wait, it's that big? And Where the fuck's he been keeping it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's He's that? got a fucking spare house somewhere. How's this bitch not know? <laughs> for some people, sharing their hobbies with a new boyfriend or girlfriend can be a nerve-wracking experience. One man in Britain, for example, was worried that his new girlfriend might dump him if she found out he was in the process of building the biggest model railway in the country. So instead of telling her, he kept the massive structure hidden in the basement of a building he told his girlfriend he had rented to store his wine in. Mm. <laughs> and then just never thought, hey, I want to go see your fucking wine. I met Marie about two years ago when we started dating. I led her to believe I was a wine merchant. It sounded sexier than saying I was building a model railway, which usually <laughs> sends women running. She came down to the cellar one day and said, where's all the wine? I told her the truth and she was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Like, she doesn't care. 
the rail twist is she's like, oh, that's awesome. That's all <laughs> I've ever wanted to. Too. Yeah, that's all I ever wanted to work on was one of these. They are kind of cool. Oh, like whenever you dude, go into a real done really up one and stuff, and shit. yeah, it makes you just want to look at them because mm-hmm. you always want to see like the little cool things that people put in. Like people will put like all kinds of weird they look shit so, in them with yeah. like figurines and stuff yeah. like that. Different cars, different like sometimes they put little action figures in there, and you're just like, hey. <laughs> She has an art degree, so she appreciated the level of detail and work that went into it. We're now engaged. His worst fear became his his like biggest fucking come up. Yep. According to George, he spent eight years building the two hundred foot long model, which recreates a one point five mile long stretch of rail train tracks located in West Yorkshire, and it recreates the look of the area as existed in the eighties. How long was it? It was two hundred feet long, and it recreates a one and a half mile long stretch. So what's that scale, does it say? Just all the women that were just like, oh my god, you have a healthy hobby. (laughs) I thought you were keeping bodies down here. (laughs) (laughs) He spent over $330,000 to bring the model to life. Damn, bro. Those must be some expensive trains. You got like a whole mountain system there. Yeah, but... That's a lot of fucking money. Have you ever seen the ones over here? At the Which train one? station? They have oh, this. Oh, I haven't been. Oh, the ones that. Inside the building. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Restless Oaks has the one that goes around That's the building. That's what I was just yeah. thinking of. But, uh, so there's that there. And did you know that, that that fucking train is actually an Airbnb? You can rent that out and stay in it. Hmm. Down there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, bro. We've gone on walks before and we've seen people unpacking their shit and going in there. They have it all done up. Hmm. Is it just inside. like a single or double person? Yeah, I think two people can stay in it, but yeah, it's like, but yeah, they have it done up on the inside of the train, huh. and they could, you just rent it out. She said one time that she wanted to. I was like, I'm not spending fucking God knows how, like a couple hundred three hundred dollars to yeah. go walk over there and sleep in a train. train. Yeah, Woo. like if we could walk over, knock on the door, and ask if we can see it inside. Like, I'll hey, give we're you five about this. bucks if you. I will give you around. nothing. I'll knock on your door and ask you, and if not, I'll look up pictures on the internet if I'm not <laughs> interested. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy some food at the restaurant. Yeah, like, <laughs> they do have good breakfast. I do like yeah. good breakfast. So this next one's kind of wild. No <sighs> pictures. Just, oh, to be God. honest, the only thing. I'm, oh, we're just, not we're not there yet. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's no picture for this one, unfortunately. Three severed heads left an employee's desk at Illinois Organ Donation Organization. It's not an organ. <laughs> After three severed heads were left at his desk at a Chicago organ donation organization, a worker's going public with allegations of poor handling and mismanagement of remains. Dale Wheatley served as transportation coordinator for the non-profit, nonprofit Anatomical Gift Association of Illinois, AGA which facilitates donations of human bodies to medical schools for scientific research. Wheatley and his attorney held a press conference claiming the bodies are being mishandled before and after they are sent to hospitals and schools. Some of the bodies have been returned to the AGA because of their condition, saying they're sending, back, they're sending donors back because of mold or rot or bugs. It's deplorable. There's been instances where I've pulled donors from our storeroom out of racks and rats have chewed through the bottom of the bag through the feet. Where were they stored when the rats got to them? Just like in their storeroom. Like where they keep all the bodies. In the freezer, just like Arby's. (laughs) And dead bodies. AGA works with at least eight medical schools in the state, including the University of Illinois College of Medicine at Rockford. 
And according to its website, the nonprofit upholds the highest standards of responsiveness, respect, privacy, and security, and shows respect for our donors by treating them with the utmost care uh, reverently performed. Wheatley alleges otherwise, though, saying the day after he approached his supervisors with concerns, three dismembered heads were left on his desk. Yeah, clearly. My boss walked by. I asked him why the heads were out my desk. He said they need to get back with the bodies so he can send them to cremation. I said, I understand that, but why are they, why are they at my <laughs> desk? <laughs> just sitting on your fucking desk, Mike. Uh, and he said, I don't know, Dale. There's a lot of strange things happening here. Shut the fuck <laughs> When did I become part of the decapitation department? Whitley said he filed a police report following that incident. It's crazy. God. What the fuck is wrong with people? This just whole ima- world is going to shit. Could you imagine just working somewhere where you just, you just casually pick up three severed heads and just put it on someone's pick- desk? Just uh, to, I was like, going to say, I'm not picking He it. put them there himself, I'm thinking. Well, I think, like, his boss did it to, like, it fuck with him, like, intimidate him, kind of, after, like... It's like if you would, you're working with Steve and you fucking go to OSHA and he, like, makes you, like, pick up the heaviest shit all day. He just <laughs> drops he just drops the whole thing What's with asbestos punishment? on yeah, your fucking... Yeah, three severed heads just sitting on your fucking desk. Well, I mean, he did make a, he did make me walk in. He, he made me fucking take care of everything with a kid who had COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lot of shitty fucking things, piece of shit. I just, I'd be shitty that you come into work and there's three skull heads sitting on your desk. I mean, when you're in, when in an organ donation. Yeah, but like, I don't think they should ever just be sitting on your desk. They should probably be in a box at least. Off and it's just, yeah, his boss. Go. I mean, they should probably <laughs> like at least be in a box or like got a tag on them or something. Like, I think they should be on ice, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not where rats can chew through them. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing too. Like it's gross. Complete improper handling. We can talk about your werewolf statue now. <sighs> I, I'm, it's not even the werewolf statue that gets me. I think that's cool. I don't know. I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't get why that girl is just photoshopped there. <laughs> so is woman photoshopped? Yeah. yeah, I can understand you're far away, but it's like as soon as he put it here, it's like. Why is that girl just randomly photoshopped on like, the street? <laughs> the only picture I could find of like the full like werewolf, uh-huh. and for some reason there was just a random lady photoshopped <laughs> next to it. Like, oh, taking a picture. <gasps> Mary Simon said, "Phil the werewolf has kind of become my house mascot." Simmons said she brought the Halloween decoration in October, but chose to leave it up year round. I kind of look at it as a security thing, she said. Who wants to break into a house with a nine-and-a-half-foot werewolf sitting outside? I mean, I know I wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) And if no one stole the werewolf at this point. Yeah, like, like... they ain't fucking with you. She said she dresses the werewolf for the season. So we're going to get, like, a big Hawaiian shirt, maybe, some big sunglasses or something, she said. (laughs) The city of Pika said it received an anonymous complaint about the decoration. It was your neighbor, Karen. (laughs) Probably. Some neighbors said they see no issues with it. I'm a big horror fan, so I don't really mind it. It's a neighbor, Haley Barker. I've watched them dress it up for different occasions and whatnot. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Unless there's a town ordinance that says you can't do it, fuck off. Yeah, that is a cool one. There's someone over here, like one of our neighbors, they have like one. They have like something like that, but it's a skeleton yeah. for Halloween. It's literally like the size of their house. It's fucking huge. It's and just like, like where do you store that thing at, bro? There's like a, she said, she decorates it for the season, so yeah. I guess she's always probably going to get something different. There's that house down by the dike, like by the island road, that has like that uh, St. Bernard or something statue in their yard. Oh, yeah. And they always yeah. dress it up. Yeah, they always put like a hat on it or something like that. Yeah. 
Now, was this like a just a blow up doll? Or? No, the thing is, it's like no. a solid statue. Yeah. Fuck. Because like you can see right there where like the arms get attached, and so it that, definitely looks like it's made out of like plastic or. Either way, head. that is not cheap either. Yeah, more even more reason to leave it up all year round. Just glad nobody's stolen it or broken it. The city said it gave out a warning, but has no plans to further enforce the decorations removal. What's the warning? <laughs> Ma'am, you're scaring the kids. Ma'am, you have an unlicensed werewolf in your yard. You're going <laughs> to need to tag on that. Simon says she won't take it down unless it becomes a safety hazard. I don't want somebody walking by and that his head falls off and hits them, so you know. Well, I, then sh- they shouldn't be on your property. <laughs> I try to treat people like I want to be treated, and I wouldn't want that to happen to me, she said. Uh, she's also reached thousands of followers on social media, and she's even created a Facebook page for the statue. She says, Halloween is my decorating season, Simon said. You know, people go for, like, fall Simon and says, spring and winter. <laughs> Simon says you can keep your werewolf statue. Simon says you're a cowboy werewolf now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really weird that someone's, like, complaining. And, like, what, 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 what's your warning? It's just a fucking Karen. A neighbor what's your Karen? fucking warning? Like, it scared me. <laughs> okay, then you don't fucking You have a decoration in your yard. You gonna get one? Huh? You gonna get one? No, because I'm going to have to mow around it. <laughs> get the swamp thing if you do. What I really want to do is I want to take that stump out there and like do something that's good with like wood burning or carving or something and like carve something. That'd be cool. I know, because like, I still have those bowling pins. I want to have some like, turned into a table. Mm-hmm. My fucking neighbors are always doing something with their stump out front of their house. They were power washing it the one day. They're stringing lights up around it. They were power washing it a different day. They got like some the little stump. Yeah, they got some like little like house things. They like nailed up around it. They love their stump, man. They're always out fucking with the stump. Like is every other a, day, I see them like doing something to the stump. Is it a dug up stump or is it still in the ground? No, it's with still all the in roots? the ground. Okay. okay. It's probably like maybe like a little higher than knee height. That's their nine foot werewolf. It's always fucking with that snow. Just the day when they were power washing it. I've never seen that before. What are you doing? Why are you cleaning the stump? You got it, all right. Gotta get that bark off. It's not supposed to be on there. Oh, wow. I took that, I took that layer of bark off, and there's another one. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Damn, man. Every time I take a bite of my sandwich, it gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> Tell me when you're getting ready for this one. Oh, uh, we got one more, and then we get that one. <laughs> okay, because I want to ask Pappy a question. Oh, God. So, a sleeping man dreamed someone broke into his home, and he fired at the intruder and shot himself, authorities say. Oh, shit. <laughs> you get out of here! <laughs> I ain't telling you again! Don't make me shoot! I swear to God, boy! <laughs> you ain't listening to... Don't you yell at me! <laughs> This is my fucking house. No, this is my house. <laughs> fuck you, bang. <laughs> Damn. Where did he shoot himself? Yeah, we got uh, it. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Holy shit. So a 62-year-old man is facing firearm charges in <laughs> Illinois after authorities say he accidentally <laughs> shot himself in the leg in his sleep. I'll press charges on you, boy. <laughs> you <laughs> You're going away for life. <laughs> oh, my God. That's attempted murder. Fuck you. <laughs> uh he said he was dreaming that he was defending himself against a, quote, intruder in his home. The man, identified as Mark DeCara of Lake Barrington, used a three fifty seven Magnum revolver that he owned to fire the shot at around 9.50 p.m. Christ, in nice, the man. leg still? 
surprised there's anything left. <laughs> the late count. What about your leg makes you? <laughs> what makes you, you get out of here? Another <laughs> human being. According to Lake County Sheriff's deputies, on the night of the incident, he dreamed someone was breaking into his home and retrieved the gun to shoot at whomever he believed to be the intruder. And then it was his leg. But when he fired the revolver, he shot himself in the leg instead and woke from the dream. I hope so. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> he got me. He got me. <laughs> Damn it. Where are you? <laughs> I thought I, <laughs> I, thought I was going to shoot him, but he got me instead. <laughs> He's a quick draw, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Authorities. Like, what's he doing? He holding the gun <laughs> yeah. like, just right, just right on his leg, holding it like Rick from fucking Ah shoot you from fucking uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> Carl, Carl. Uh, authorities also confirmed during the probe that an attempted burglary did not happen, and that there was no intruder on his property. Sheriff deputies responded to the scene after receiving a call reporting a person with a gunshot wound at the residence. They found Dakara when they arrived, suffering from a gunshot wound to the leg and losing what they described as a significant amount of blood. Yeah, yeah that was a three fifty seven fucking magnum. You got an artery down there, buddy. Yeah. It was later determined Federal, that the round, right? Yeah, I think so. It was later determined that the round was discharged from his gun, went through his leg, and launched itself in his bedding. Deputies applied a tourniquet to the leg after finding him and transported him to a hospital for treatment. You want it to come out, too. Fuck. Hey, man, I know this is a real stressful time for you, but we're going to have to press charges on like, you for shooting yourself. Well, and now what are the charges? Well, during the investigation... Well, you can't just discharge a fucking... You can only discharge a firearm in your house if, like... You, if, Listen, if, I get it, that, but, like, he's a 62-year-old man who was sleepwalking and accidentally well, fired. Hold on. Unless there's, like, some more to it. Uh, during the investigation that followed, authorities realized that he owned and used the revolver despite not having a firearm owner's identification card, oh, which okay. is mandatory okay. in Illinois in order to legally possess a gun. Okay. They said his identification card had previously been revoked, although they did not share details as to why. Uh, and the attorney's office approved two charges for him for possession of a firearm without a valid ID card and a reckless discharge. I swear to God, I'll shoot myself before I give up my gun. <laughs> I'll shoot me before I shoot you. Like you should have just shot yourself in the head. So this is fucking wild, bro. Like that's I'm sorry, that's just so <laughs> fucking wild to me. Like what? Like how? Uh, yeah, it's almost as funny as the dude how? who shot himself in the leg in his car. He probably has it like under his pillow or something, or like next to his yeah. bed, like on his nightstand. And or that guy who had like me- like that one real early episode where we talked about the guy who was on meth, and he was like driving in uh, Florida. Like, Probably on a bike. Florida. He had, like, meth on him. And then he wrecked his bike. And he, like, lost his meth. They got him for the meth. But, like, when he wrecked his bike, his fucking, like, his gun discharged and shot him. <laughs> and it's just, like, it just kept, like, piling on this guy. Like, he just had the worst day ever. Yeah, there was a guy who was, like, making a U-turn and shot himself in the leg. It's like, why? Don't put your gun right in your fucking dick. Why do you not have the safety on? Why is your finger on the trigger? He fucking cheddar bobbed himself. Cheddar bobbed Dude, himself. Like, people who also say they're gun people, and then they still shoot themselves in their legs. Like, oh. the, the old stick the stick the barrel down on your foot. Yeah, <laughs> you blow old, your fucking toes off. The old boss's boyfriend who shot himself in his leg in his in their car. So Brian, with these mug shots right here. What do you think led to these mugshots? Take 
You know okay, what? Okay, their eyes take are probably three, stoned as shit. Take three guesses. They're stoned. No. Math. Is it drugs? It could be involved. But that's not why. But that's not why. Prostitution. Nope. I'll give you two more guesses to make it five. Hold on. How obscure are we talking right now? As obscure as can be. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. It's I feel like Running it's really... naked through the streets because nope. they're fucked up? Nope. Anything with weapons? Are they firing guns into the air, trying at aliens? <laughs> the Logan <Lugan> special. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mike might know if there's weapons involved. I didn't when I found out about this. I didn't know if there's weapons involved. I don't think it's said. Well, then you you got me, Mike. Take it away. Mother and daughter just dismember and attempt to burn and grill grandmother's body. Okay. They killed the grandmother and then Cut grilled her, her. Yeah, dismembered her and then grilled the body parts. Were they intending to eat the body? It, it seems like we're more trying to get rid, rid of, of the body. Like, trying to, like, burn them. <laughs> except that's never going to work. Oh, my God, this is my charcoal grill. <laughs> right? Get the you need oh the fucking boiler God. from Burger King. Just turn it into fucking dust. Mm. So did, like, neighbors smell the burning flesh or... So... A woman and daughter in Maryland have been charged in the death of dis- in dismemberment of the woman's mother and the daughter's grandmother. According to Prince George County Police Department, 44-year-old Candace Craig and her daughter, 19-year-old Sally Hardy. Which one's which, by the way? I'm going to say left is mom, right is daughter. That'd be my guess, but it's hard to the tell. Right, the one on the right looks younger. Officers responded to a Landover home in the afternoon for a welfare check after someone called 911 saying they had not heard from the 71-year-old Margaret Craig for several days. Officers said they were greeted at the door by Candace Craig, who allowed officers to search the home for Margaret Craig. Wait, which one was Candace, mom or daughter? Uh, mother was Candace. Okay. When officers entered the basement, they said they immediately smelled the odor of a decomposing body and called additional units to investigate. <sighs> Why po- would you let them in the house if you know what you just did? I mean, it's the grandmother's house, and if you're not going to let them in to, like, or, like, at least bring her to the door, they're going to be suspicious. Well, they're then just go gonna get, get your a- warrant real quick. It <laughs> takes 24 hours, and we'll get rid of the body. Bro, this was their first idea of getting I rid know, of I the know. body. <laughs> I know. Let's hack it up and put it on the grill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a great idea, Mom. You're real co- let, her, let her cook. Let her cook. <laughs> Don't forget to rotate it every 30 minutes. They had to have been in the will, one in money. A report said three separate bags of remains were found by officers. An official with the Prince George's County State Attorney's Office said a chainsaw was used in the dismemberment, followed by burning parts of the body on a grill and in a bonfire to dispose of it. That had to be one bloody mess if they're just oh, hacking it up with a chainsaw. Oh my god. Maybe, hopefully they let her cool down before they did it. Hopefully they killed her before they started hacking away. <laughs> Because yeah, that causes the splurt. Once there's like, once you're already dead, there's a lot less splurting. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh my god. To say it's disturbing is an understatement. It's horrifying. Uh, State Attorney Aisha Braveboy said in a statement posted to Twitter. According to investigators, the evidence, along with witness interviews, suggested Cadence Craig murdered her mother on May 23rd, and they said she appears to have been helped by her daughter the next day in an attempt to dispose of her remains. And the mother's been charged with first and second degree murder, and the daughter's been charged with accessory after the fact. And they're both in custody. 
Like, hey, I hope you weren't so expecting we to see Grandma this Christmas. So we don't know their M.O.? They were just bored. Probably. Hey, what do you want to do today? Let's kill Grandma. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a chainsaw. <laughs> Fucking. And you got some doozies this week. <laughs> I saw that one uh, on the internet a couple days ago, and I was like. Was that a recent one? Whoa. Well, they say it happened May 23rd, so. Of the, okay. Damn. Relatively recent. Yeah. And um, I just kind of feel bad for this next guy. Man gets fired from his job for taking toilet break for six hours every day. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't why feel do you, bad for you. Why do you feel bad for him? Well, according to Ladong Daily, the Chinese court recently ruled that the daily toilet breaks of the man surnamed Wang were not within reasonable and normal <laughs> psychological <laughs> needs. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, Brad? You don't like his name? Just bathroom and wang. I'm like, damn. It couldn't have been fucking. <laughs> All right. Oh, I meant that too. He cited health concerns as his reason for Man, uh, taking IBS. the long breaks. Local media outlet reported that the employee had surgery due to an erectile problem in December of 2014, and the pain persisted months later. He said his healthy condition, his health condition, forced his need to stay in the toilet from three to six hours every day, starting in July of 2015. Get a what, fucking doctor's I, note, bro. Like, so well, it's also any, China. So, uh, so what? Anytime like he eats something, it's like right fucking through him. He had part guess. of his colon removed, and it's like, <laughs> nope, not getting past here. Thirty seconds gone. Official records of the unnamed company in Taijin state that Wang, for instance, used the loo over twenty times from September seventh to September fifteenth. So just, <sighs> oh my. The man got dismissed from the firm in September of 2015 as the latter cited the rules in line with tardiness, absences, and leaving work earlier than expected. He, he leave work. <laughs> Wang appealed his termination a month later and asked to get and asked to get his judge like to ask, uh, asked to get his job back. The labor dispute eventually reached the, the high court, but the judge did not rule in favor of him as authorities found the company's decision legal and justified. Damn. Six out of your eight hours you just spent on the shitter. Fuck yeah, bird. <laughs> <laughs> the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company That's time. why I got my colon removed, <laughs> the shit on company time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He just lost it at his name, though. How old was he? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you said Ladong, you said Wang. I'm sorry, I'm a child right now. <laughs> Couldn't help it. Too many, too many wiener jokes. All while also potty jokes. Yeah. <sighs> All right, is it time? Yeah, it's time. So you want me to play the video first? How much oh, is no. the video? Not yet. Okay, okay. we'll get there. Sorry. It is only five minutes, though. Well, it's like the, a five-minute segment out of it. I have it time-stamped. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Stephen Greer and the Disclosure Project. Well, This, this is, guy. Technically, this is the second Disclosure Project. Yeah. Because he kind of did this already once before in 2001. And He's yes. been doing this since the 90s. Yeah. Again, this guy, was, Stephen Greer, was a medical doctor. Oh, so, yeah, we're going to get into a little bit of his background, but yeah. Okay, okay. I'll let you do it. Have I we ever to... actually been able to prove his 
I mean, he has lots of people that, like, come forward and they all, like, have, like, similar claims and things like that. I mean, no one's really come out with at least pictures that they can release. He has, like, especially, like, during this, he ha- they have all these, like, artist, like, renditions. Like, they have, like, drawings and, like, CGI, like... I mean, not CGI, yeah, but, like... Reenactment. No, I mean, not even like that. Just, like, still photos, but, okay. like, mm-hmm. digital instead of, like, drawn. But, uh... Because, I mean, most of it, there is no, like... Because there's, like, hand accounts. Like, the one we talked about last week. That was actually one talked about this mm-hmm. week. The one where, like, they saw that craft in the jungle and they got ambushed by the guys mm-hmm. and everything. Uh, yeah, like, those those were, like, the kind of pictures they were okay. showing. Okay. That's still a good picture. Fuck yeah. The drawing. Whoever yeah. did it, yep. They just went really ham on the truck. <laughs> they like the truck. Yeah. So, Stephen Greer, he's an American ufologist who fa- founded the Center for the Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence, C-SETI, and the Disclosure Project, which seeks the disclosure of alleged classified UFO information. He doesn't like being called a ufologist. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't like it. Well, because, I mean, forever those have just been called, like, kooks and mm-hmm. quacks. Yeah, so he tries not to do that because it's not his whole... It's not, not really his UFOs whole goal anymore. either is to let's just prove that like UFOs are real and stuff like that. It goes way beyond that. It's deeper. It's like he's really about like the secret government holding just technology. That's basically what it comes down to. And yeah. then inadvertently, that technology happens to be just happens to come from aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he's not he's not sitting down like being like oh UFOs UFOs UFOs. Well, it's mean- just more like. Yo, they. This is actually like they're just lying to us. It's like fifty that because he also does like the close encounters of the fifth kind, like the okay. CE five, yeah. where uh, yeah. he try like they try to like commune with aliens, like on like a mental level, like either like telepathically or like psychically, like mm-hmm. some way. Which uh, he said in this program that uh, they were actually given a spot in France by the French by the French president, and they were doing like all sorts of these experiments there, and they actually have like some pretty, like, credible stuff from there that you can go and look up, which is, we'll probably talk about a different episode hmm. at some point because it did seem pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, I think they said that, like, they've had, like, some, like, 3,000, like, encounter, like, like that, which, like, they've communed with something. I mean, like, who knows if it's all, like, just kind of BS stuff, but that's what they're claiming, at least. Yeah. Uh, so Greer was born in Charlotte, North Carolina in 1955, and he claims he saw an unidentified flying object at close range when he was eight years old. He claims he saw another UFO when he was 35. Uh, he was trained as a transcendental meditation teacher and served as a director of meditation organization. Uh, he received a bachelor's in, uh, degree in biology from Appalachian State University in 1982 and a medical degree from the James H. Quillen College of Medicine of East Tennessee in 1987. He received his Virginia medical license in 1989 and worked as an emergency room physician and in 1998 retired as a physician in favor of ufology activities. So, I mean, he was a doctor for a solid 10 years before. An ER physician. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. That's the one video when I saw he's like, he says like, because they they need a lot of money, like funding to get a lot of this information out and like to try to do like documentaries and different stuff that he wants to do. And he's like, ironically, if I would have just kept, he's like, if I would (laughs) have just, if I wouldn't have just retired from being a medical doctor, I could have paid for all this myself. (laughs) Uh, He founded the the Center for the uh, Study of Extraterrestrial Intelligence in 1990 to create a diplomatic and research-based initiative to contact extraterrestrial civilizations. 
The group defined CE5, or Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, as human-initiated contact and communication with extraterrestrial life. C-SETI claims to have over 3,000 confirmed reports of UFO sightings by pilots and over 4,000 of what they described as landing traces. The organization uses rapid mobilization investigative teams with the aid of arriving at landing sites as quickly as possible, which is basically like a bunch of people just all over the world like sign up with them, mm-hmm. and they're like, if there's like a sighting they hear about, they'll just send whoever's close, and you have to follow like this big like checklist of like questions to ask and like procedures to follow, and like basically it's like so you don't lead them into things. Mm-hmm. It's like you just want like their information purely. You don't want to like coerce anything or like even like subconsciously like coerce them in a way so like you have to follow this like strict procedure they have uh in 1993 he founded the disclosure project which is what we're talking about the goal of which is to publicly disclose the government's alleged knowledge of ufos extraterrestrial intelligence and advanced energy and propulsion systems he describes the disclosure project as an effort to grant amnesty to government whistleblowers willing to violate their security oaths by sharing classified information about ufos and in May of 2001, he held a press conference at the National Press Club in Washington that re- featured 20 retired Air Force, Federal Aviation Administration, and intelligence officers. Uh, but the one we're talking about today is the event they held on June 12th. So that's when we can start going into our slides there. Where am I, where am I starting? You can start with the first one. So basically, like, these are, like, the main things they're claiming that... Uh, Government documents from the United States, Canada, Australia, Russia, UK, and more countries that they all have at least some technology, if not completely complete UFOs, like mm-hmm. complete crafts, mm-hmm. either man-built or ET-built. Uh, they're alleging that the gov- like our government has 145 top-secret facilities and bases all across the world, which we'll get into later because we have a couple maps. Those are sites all around... Uh, like the first one's America, and then the second one's like all across the rest of the world, and then that third one down there, that's like what the each list of them all. Yeah, like what each number like corresponds to them and stuff. Guess what's up there in the A's? <laughs> Area fifty one. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The disclosure project has seven hundred and fifty two witnesses from military, corporate, and government sources. <clears throat> And the wit- with witness testimony, some video, and supporting documents and information. And th- all this information they've given down to Congress. And especially, some of it they can't release. Like, there's on this list that you can, like, anyone can go to the Disclosure Project website and, like, look at this stuff. But some of it's redacted because some of them are still in the government. Some of them are, like, on classified projects and things like that. So, I mean, it's not like they can release it to the public, but they ga- they can release it to Congress. Yeah, they did give it to Congress, but we can't see it when you go to the website. Yeah. Then they said there were like eight terabytes worth of shit that they gave to That's Congress. That's a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're saying that we have 122 crash retrievals. Either, not all crashes, but like landed, crashed, or that we downed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 122, like, ships that we recovered from non-human intelligences. Uh, they also says that there's a number of, they, they just call them, like, deep throats, like the whistleblowers, that provide intel whose names were unknown that were not included in their archives. Real quick, Brian. Have you had a chance to deep throat an alien penis? You taking it? 
I, I don't know. It, it's all going to depend on the circumstances. No tentacles? No. Like, are they <laughs> taking me with them afterwards, or are they going to leave me stuck here on Earth? <laughs> Will you be my sugar daddy? <laughs> They're definitely going to tell you they're going to take you with you and show you all the wonders of the universe, but they'll probably just dump you on some moon somewhere. Yeah. What if humans just are, like, the most fuckable aliens in the universe? We're definitely what, probably the dumbest. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> most fuckable and dumb. Yep. So... These are some conclusions that they're saying that they've derived from 30 years of research extracted from the uh, like all this information they've gathered. They say there's two primary types of UAPs, extraterrestrial vehicles, and man-made ARVs, which are uh, electro-gravitic propulsion vehicles. They also say extraterrestrial groups are not hostile to Earth and humanity. However, they are increasingly concerned about human hostility and weapon systems. Like, we'll get into it later, but this dude literally comes up to the stand, like, this is the five-minute portion we're talking about, and he's like, we have a laser that can shoot to different galaxies, like, different solar systems. It's fucking wild. Uh, he also, they also say extraterrestrial technology has been studied and reverse engineered, leading to breakthroughs in energy and propulsion. And an extremely secret organization has been running these projects without legal constitution government oversight since the late 50s. Uh, and he says that these elect- illegal projects cons- uh, constitute a grave threat to national security and world security and peace. He They also kept alleging to a point where, like, they could stage a false flag attack, basically, to, like, make everyone against aliens. Like, if they staged attack with what looked like, like, mm-hmm. alien craft coming down and, like, blowing up fucking <laughs> the White House, like, literally, mm-hmm. and just make, like, everyone hate them. Like, everyone anti-alien instantly? Nope. Uh, he also says key members of U.S. government oversight committees have been denied access to these projects, which is a crisis they're working to resolve, which is, like, exactly what we talked about last week. Which, that guy, he'd been in the Air Force for, like, his entire career. He had, like, the top of clearances. He could be read into any program, but anytime he tried to look into this shit, they'd just be like, no. Nah. Nope. Not allowed. <laughs> yep. like, no, I... Check the badge, motherfucker. <laughs> no, sir, you don't have access. Get the fuck out. They say this technology is held by unsanctioned illegal operation would immediately solve the world's energy, environmental, and poverty crises. These organizations have also been targeting and on occasion successfully downed ET vehicles. Uh, the covert group has technologies to launch a convincing false flag operation detrimental to national security. And these actions pose an immediate and grave threat to world security and need to be reined in immediately. They also talk about crimes against humanity worldwide, which, like, which I was kind of even thinking about this. Like, one story we're going to talk about later is kind of, like, pretty similar to the Travis Walton case. And they talk about how, like, well, Stephen Greer talks about how our ships that we reverse engineer have, like, sound to them. They have the hum. They have, mm. like, the different, like, uh... That's what he said. If you guys remember, if anybody listened to this remembers back in our Travis Walton one, that's something that Travis Walton said when he got close to it. They could just hear like the hum the, of like some, just like the But it wasn't like it. a propulsion system, like you'd hear like a motor or like a kickback of a fucking of uh, 
just like an engine, like something, you know, any sort of vehicle that we have nowadays, like when you start it up and you hear that, like it, it's not like it was like a mm, like it, like almost like an energized hum, like like something like energized electricity, like which lot. makes you sense can, with the electro like gravitic propulsion systems that they said that they have. Like, and uh, but and like the ET crafts aren't like that; they're completely silent compared to ours. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also talk about how the ET crafts don't have anything that like stick out, like that would look like a sensor, or, like maybe like an antenna or something like that. The ET crafts are completely smooth, as the ones we reverse engineer need that thing because we don't have that. We're not like we don't have the technology to make them like completely smooth. We still need to have like sensors and antennas and things like that. They also. Uh, Talk about how a lot of abductions are mostly from, like, us abducting other humans and, like, basically making it seem like it's aliens being abducted or maybe working with them sometimes, but, like, a lot of the times just... The government's fucking just taking you. Yeah. When there's the... uh, The Arizona lights, I think it was, is, like, a really, like, famous UFO incident where, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people all over uh, Phoenix, I think, saw, like, the... Five or whatever, like lights in the sky that oh, people yeah. say, like make a triangle. The they talk about whole a lot of times how that's that's ours, like that's a human reverse engineered craft. Mm-hmm. They describe like ones like that a lot going so through that's this. All one craft, not like five separate. Yeah. Uh, so some of the things that the disclosure project is recommending, like the government do, like immediate action things. They want investigation of UAP slash UFO projects based on disclosure intelligence of the UFO, UFO archive and other avail- actionable intelligence. A presidential executive order to immediately stand down all targeting and attacks on ETVs, which is extraterrestrial vehicles. Uh, executive order requiring all military intelligence contractors and other agencies of the United States government disclose to Congress and White House all information, material technologies, and locations of UFO slash UAP uh, related assets, and if not complied within six months, offer parties offending parties will be prosecuted and tried for treason against the United States. Maybe <laughs> Trump just needs to come out and admit it. I don't he think he president. knows. <laughs> Every president supposedly. Well, no, that's, knows. But that's what that's we're talking what, that's, about. That's though. exactly what this all is: is that the president and Congress don't know, and that's the problem. It's like there is a secret. Oh, see, I've always heard that like the president is the one who is like the one person who has access to everything. Well, that's, yeah, that's what they want you to think. That's what they're talking about, though. That's the problem. That the that's why they're like trying to bring this to Congress and to the government and stuff like that is because they're saying that. We don't like the president, the top members of Congress don't have access to these yeah. things. They've been repeatedly denied. When people subpoena them, when they fuck, when the president or Congress tried well, to subpoena if, this information, none of it actually so gets brought. So then why isn't Trump's coming out and saying, yeah, I haven't. Because he I never knew. Fuck. Yeah, but what, he can say that they don't aren't letting him. I don't think Trump gives a fuck about that. Honestly. Like, yeah. I think Trump just cares about his money and trying not to go to jail. Especially now. Uh, where were Executive we? order. State Department and Pentagon. Uh, executive order to require the State Department and Pentagon to coordinate a global diplomatic and peaceful response to extraterrestrial civilization. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this. He came out at the start of this press conference and said there's 60 to 70 extraterrestrial civilizations that we've known about and had contact with. 60 to 70. That's a lot. 
And that was literally like the first 10 minutes of this fucking press conference in Washington, D.C. This dude comes like a up. live press conference? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was on the national, some of it. Like, it was in the National Mall. Like, there's fucking, you just 10, like the first 10 minutes, like, introduced everyone. Like, hey, yeah, we're here to talk about this. We've had contact with 60 to 70 extraterrestrial civilizations. Gets, pretty much. It was wild, bro. I definitely recommend, like, if you guys are bored at some point, just watch this, like, interview, because, I mean, it's good. I mean, not interview, but, like, press release. Uh, executive order requiring the immediate release of all U.S. patent office patents, which have been seized under the corrupt use of the national security provisions. Because he also talks about how throughout, like, since, like, the 50s and stuff, we've just kind of naturally stumbled upon some of these technologies, but then the government would just, and well, like, not even the government, like, these black projects would swoop in. And, like, make these guys disappear, force them into silence, pay them off, that kind of stuff. And then, like, seize their patents. Uh, Executive order to immediately acquire U.S. Space Force and Pentagon to coordinate assets with the State Department, U.N., and other foreign governments to initiate protocols with peaceful diplomatic contact with all ET civilizations. Executive order to immediately disclose advanced energy-generating technologies, zero-point quantum vacuum plasma generations for peaceful use. It was zero-point. Electrogravitic uh, propulsion to remain classified pending review of military applications and national security concerns. Because, like, he, they don't want all this stuff coming out just because. Like, they still want some of it to be classified, especially, like, ones it's that... national security. Yeah. Too. But... <laughs> The if there are these like black program like even if one percent of this stuff he's saying is true even if there is like a tiny cabal out there like that's not good like these, these, there needs to be checks and balances in our government like you take all of like the alien shit out of it even if there is just like a like a part of our government that has like better machine guns or like better like like night vision technology do. they have better cars well that's what like, I mean they, like. But if but we're never it's never going to change unfortunately. But if no it's being con- but if it's not being like controlled with a system of checks and balances and things like that, that's bad. Like that's not good. Hey, go go challenge the government. And tell me what happens. It unfortunately, it's not going to. Seems work like the government favor. can't even challenge the government right <laughs> yeah. now. Well, that go- secret government will just fucking kill us all. They're the ones who truly run shit. Well, and that's what they even talk about. Like we're going to talk about the one dude who like they pretty much tried to. Uh. They want an executive order granting personal protection to UFO and UAP whistleblowers or witnesses and their families for both government and private contractors. An investigation of UAP UFO projects based on disclosure intelligence. Oh, wait, did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about that. No. We didn't go over these ones yet. Uh, An executive order granting personal protection. Yeah, to the... uh, Immediate Department of Justice and FBI investigation into illegal operations related to UFOs and UAPs, both government and private, including prosecution for embezzlement, kidnapping, witness intimidation, murder, and treason. Uh, depending on investigation and prosecution of criminal activity related to UFOs and UAPs. Full authorization for access and strike team capable operations to secure illegally operated U.S. government corporation contractor sites. An amnesty provision for 6 to 12 months for all whistleblowers. Uh, provided com- full and complete disclosures are made. And then they say after the amnesty period, people should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Basically, we got Hydra in here, okay? <laughs> That's like, basically, yeah. <laughs> Minus the Nazis, except for a couple that we kept. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they also these are like recommendations for Congress now to immediately pass a fifty billion dollar bill to support research and development and application of these technologies, uh, and require open source disclosure. Uh, also, more amnesty protections, and to convene open hearings with whistleblowers and produce the evidence. Uh, and Congress to pass legislation to protect uh, personal safety, pensions, and private assets of whistleblowers. Because that's like he was talking about. There's this one guy who uh, like is basically like a fourth generation of one of these like big like military industrial complex families, and he's like an old man now, and he's just thinking about for his children and stuff like that. He just wants the stuff to come out. Just to have a better world for them. But he also doesn't want his millions of dollars to be seized by the government and just fuck his family then either. Uh, like we talked about last time, like I didn't even realize one of these guys was what we talked about last time. The Michael Herrera, the one where we talked about in the jungle and everything. He was one of the people they had at this uh, disclosure event, like public hearing basically. Another was Stephen Digna Jr. He was the commander of a live fire training field at Fort Orrin, California. Uh, basically, he says he was like the top guy at this fi- at this command field. Like he was supposed to be the one that like coordinated everything that was going on. Like basically, between him and another guy, they coordinated everything where everyone was supposed to be. Like it's live fire, so like they're using real bullets. They have to be like pretty precise about this shit so no one gets hurt. And he says like during one of these events. Uh, a craft like that, like like the one we talked about earlier, like the one in Arizona, uh, basically just flew over, like did a flyby, and everyone just stops. Like all the live fire and everything just stops, and everyone's just watching this thing fucking go by. And uh, he says he was out on like a deck where he like would watch everything with two other like kind of like higher like contractor guys. And he was like, what is that thing? Like I've never seen anything like that before. He said he wanted to chuck a baseball at it. Because he didn't know what it was. Chuck a baseball at Well, because he wasn't even sure if it was there or not. Cause, was it that close? Well, it was, like, up in the sky. You could say you could kind of, like, barely see, like, the outline of it. But you could see the lights. And they say, like, they like a lot of these things have been saying that uh, that's where, like, the propulsion comes from. Especially in, like, the ones that we make are these, like, glowing lights. And, like, that's where, like, the anti-grav, like, shit is. Uh, and there's also another craft next to it that he said. Hmm. And if you look at that next picture there, that's kind of how he described the how the craft was. Like, and on the bottom would be the lights. But see how it has, like, those prongs sticking out? That's, like, a, pretty much an indicator that it's a reverse-engineered one, not mm-hmm. uh, an actual ship. Uh, so, basically, uh, he was on the deck with those two guys, and he was, like, kind of, like, freaking out a little bit. And they just kind of looking at him, like come on, dude, like, this shit happens all the time. Like, like they obviously knew what it was, mm-hmm. and he didn't, and he's got, supposed to be the guy in charge of everything and supposed to know everything. Uh, And then later on, like, at the same base, but, like, later, I, I don't remember how long he said later, but, like, obviously not the same day. He said he was coming back from the movies with his wife, and uh, he said that they saw the same craft, sim- like, basically shoot something out of his car and the whole engine died and everything like that. They were trying to kill him. Well, not kill him, but, like, basically an abduction. They stop his car. Like, it says everything, the engine just dies. All the electricity goes out. He gets out of the car, like, basically because they see a craft in front of them. And uh, he looks back at his wife, and he says, like, his wife's, like, frozen there. Like, basically just, like, just, like, in stuck. Like, not, even, not moving, not doing nothing. 
he goes up to this craft and he says it's kind of almost like the way he's talking about it is like it's almost like alive, like it's reacting to him. He kind of like described it as like a big cat. Like it was kind of like hesitant at first. And then when he ran his hand up the craft, it was like smooth to one side, but then like rough on the other side when he came back down. And then he showed this picture, the next one there, kind of like a <clears throat> breakdown of what it looked like. He said that uh, as he was touching this craft, the ha- uh, like a big light above them from the big one they saw earlier, like basically like a hangar or something just like opened up and the shine basically like a tractor beam down on them and pulled his car, him and his wife up into it. And then he said he woke up on a table where uh, he looked around. He saw his wife like on another table next to him, like still like frozen, but like in like a flat position now, not like in like a standing like walking position. He like panned over. He saw his car on the side. He saw that craft in the hangar too, with like a bunch of other ones. Kind of like it looked like it was like docked, like plugged in, basically. And he could see out into the desert where they were, like basically the same location. He said he remembered like seeing the same like rock formation in the distance that he saw before. And he saw. He said he saw people in hazmat suits, and a person like just a human like next to him, like when he was at the table, just like with. He described it as pale with red hair. Just like doing something to him, then and then he passed back out, and then they like just woke up on the side of the road there. And I don't. He said he had a brain injury, and it sounded like it was something that happened. He didn't because like this whole press conference, he kept they kept saying they were running out of time, running out of time. Like they said, it was only supposed to be an hour and a half. The thing ended up being three hours. <laughs> so he was like kind of rushing through his story and stuff, but it sounded like. Basically, he wasn't, like, supposed to, like, remember any of this, mm-hmm. and they kind of tried to take him out. Like, it sounded like during, like, a live fire exercise, they kind of tried to, like, stage it so he would get taken out, but it only just gave him a brain injury. Mm. Uh, is there anything I missed with that one? I don't think so. Uh, The next guy, his name was DC Long. And basically, his dad had been, like, a contractor, like, a, not, like, a military, like, research contractor, but, like, an actual, like, contractor contractor, like, would go and build shit. Like, mm-hmm. you need, like, a room built out, like, you call this guy, like, because, I mean, obviously, they still need, like, shit build. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, him and his dad get requested to go to this base. I, f- I forget what he said. It was, like, base, <laughs> like, 19 or something like that. It was, like, one they'd never heard of or anything. And they go in there, and when they get there, like, they bag them, like, put bags over their head, drive them out to where they're supposed to be. When they get there, they say, just follow the heels of the guy in front of you. Don't look up. And they're walking. He couldn't resist, so he goes down, like, pretends to tie his shoe. And he looks, like, he kind of, likes looking while he's doing that. And he sees, like, literally what he describes is a hundred-ton block of stone, like, just a big cube of stone just floating there with, like, a metal box on top with pipes going into it, just kind of, like, free-floating. They could, like, a dude was could just push it and shit. With other rocks there, just kind of, like, spinning and floating. And the guy that was escorting them kind of comes up, like, hits him in the back, like, come on, keep moving. Like, obviously, like, noticed him. So they go down to the next level where they have, where they were supposed to build the shit. His dad takes measurements and stuff. Like, basically talking about the job, goes over it, and they're like, all right, we're going to head back. And he says when they head back, all that shit was gone from where, like, where they just were. Like, all those rocks and everything just completely moved. There was nothing there. Uh, and they say before they leave, they're taken into an office where they're basically forced to sign NDAs, but they don't. They like they refuse to sign these NDAs, and so they get taken back. They get dropped off at the house, 
dad said he goes to work the next day at, to his construction site, like where you, like where they have everything for their business. Everything's gone. He said it's even down to like pens and shit. Like everything is literally gone from this site. Like the buildings, like the like mobile buildings, you know, construction site uses and shit. Everything's gone. Said basically ruined his dad's business. He said after that, he dad just kind of disappeared. Fucking like he said the next time he saw him was like three months later, and his dad was ninety eight pounds from like being like a full strong like two hundred twenty pound dude, like six feet, like six three or something like that. He said like like a built dude down to 98 pounds and then his dad just basically dead just he doesn't even know really what happened he just lost contact with him and then when he finally like managed to find him again he was like withered away and then he goes and joins the joins the army gets into like the airborne like where they like they parachute out of planes and shit and he says one day they're going to do it's like a standard jump and he sees one of these guys that took them to this place, like, come up originally. And I guess they had been, like, kind of a family friend for, like, a while. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how they ended up getting that contracting job. It's because they've been doing this for, like, his, at least his dad had been doing it for a while, working for the military. They'd become friends with these people. And he said he didn't even think nothing of it. Like, he's known this guy his whole life, pretty much. He comes up, clips in next to him from jump out of the plane. And he says, right as he's about to jump, the dude takes his safety harness, like, like that dude's safety harness, and, thr- like, taking off as he was going to jump and, like, whips it at the dude without, like... Kind of like not on purpose, but like on purpose, whips at him. It said it hit him in the like hit him basically right in the neck and like broke his neck right as he was jumping out of the plane. And he said all he did was just pull his parachute and just hope. And he said the last thing he remembered is him just hitting the ground. And he wakes up and says, and then he's basically told that he can't be in the. I think it was the army. He can't be in the army anymore because he's he's just fucked up. And. Uh, he was hmm. like if you watch the interview he was like you could just tell by like the way he's talking about it that like it ruined his fucking life like everything like he's upset like he basically killed his dad he was pretty devastated uh then we can go to that video of this guy so after uh yeah probably want to play it in yeah but uh so like i think it's playing again yeah it's playing in discord so like basically after uh like all these guys come up tell their stories and everything like that of like witnesses he has this fucking dude come up i don't know like to introduce Eric Hecker. He's a Raytheon contractor based for about a year at the South Pole. Uh, he in, uh, was involved in a neutrino light array. Okay. He has an enormous amount of information. I'll say, will you pause quick? <coughs> he comes like, he just said like a neutrino light array there. Basically, this dude's saying in the South Pole, we have, basically they're using the ice as like a giant reflector dish pretty much to output they can output energy through it and he says that we have one faster than light communication through this machine two that if it's mis like misangled and pointed wrong it'll cause earthquakes on the earth and that that's what happened in Haiti and the ones in New Zealand and Christchurch 
Uh, he says that we have faster than light travel, which is why we need this faster than light communication. And he also says that we can basically shoot lasers into other solar systems with this thing. It's fucking nuts. We should. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, members of the press, I'm very happy that you've given me this attention and this information attention because it needs to get out to the world. I will start, uh, since we have to be brief, I have already given all pertinent information and supporting documentation to the Senate Intelligence Committee and Arrow. They informed me that all of my information will be recorded for public record and shared with Congress. It is that important. In 2010, I was selected to go down to the South Pole Station in Antarctica for an entire year by Raytheon Polar Services as an employee of a third-party contractor for the National Science Foundation. I functioned in a dual-role capacity as a tradesman and a firefighter. My responsibilities required me to be more informed than most of my crew and offered me complete access to the facilities. What I learned from this unique experience needs to be shared with the entire world. The technology at the South Pole Station certainly can do what it has presented as its primary purposes, and unfortunately, much more. The Ice Cube Neutrino Detector is presented as a passive listening device for the purposes of the science as presented, but I'm going to skip right through the chase, folks. Uh, I have provided documentation that proves that the 5,160, what they call DOMs, that are embedded in the ice can actually transmit at 2,047 volts that gives us a long list of things to consider. Will you pause it quick? It is effectively a multi... So basically he said there's 5,000 different like little things implanted all across the ice there that can each output over 2,000 kilowatts, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. Faceted, directed energy weapons platform that I will uh, list rapidly a few things that it can do. Vehicle detection. We're learning that these off-world craft on-world craft, ours or other nations, are also emitting neutrinos. So this makes the South Pole Station effectively an air traffic control station for this new level of equipment that nobody's discussing. In addition to the ability to detect neutrinos and the exotic vehicles, I provide a documentation that shows that this is also a system for faster-than-light communications. In the past, Gary McKinnon has hacked NASA found the off-world fleet, the list of captains, and it's apparent that if we have faster-than-light vehicles moving throughout the system, we're going to need faster-than-light communications. We pause it. This is that facility. He just said some dude hacked NASA and got definitive information of fleets that we have moving at faster-than-light speed, and that this base in South Africa is the communication base with them. It's fucking, it's nuts. Like like I said, even if 1% of any of this is true, it's crazy. Like, it's literally, it just changes everything we know. It's ridiculous. Unfortunately, I have other bad news. The season that I was there, 2010 to 2011, we converted from uh, construction to operations and maintenance in both the elevated station and the detector array. Unfortunately, when they first fired it up, that was when we had the earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. There was two incidental shots before they were able to target it correctly. This is an earthquake-generating device as well. This is the weapons of war that we have to deal with now and what Raytheon's hiding. There's an ELF system at the South Pole Station, and when I was arrived, I was told it was off, dismantled, and completely defunct. 
in my work, I will rapidly just tell you, I had to figure out the circuitry for certain other repairs, and I found that this system is in fact completely energized, up and running, and being utilized with the other systems for nefarious purposes as well. The Atmospheric Research Observatory is uh, in what we call the clean air sector. I witnessed myself a very powerful green laser shooting out of the top of this facility into the cosmos. This, I believe, is a secondary form of long-range communications and or a defense system. I am not saying that we need to be scared of anything that's out there, but please understand the military-industrial complex is happy to invest all of your money in alleviating their fears. We pause it. <clears throat> so that's what, like, the whole thing is about. Like, they're alleging that the military-industrial complex has pretty much gone out of control, taken all of this technology and to use it for whatever ends they want. For either providing free energy for themselves. Like he said I think he goes on to say like some of these Raytheon like company buildings, they're powered off like clean energy like the it's these energy technologies that we've gotten from them. While we have eight billion humans on the planet and like more than half of that don't have like running water or like yeah, a toilet exactly. and stuff like that. So that's why they were saying about like when you said earlier that they wanted like recommendations to Congress and stuff like that for like uh, crimes against humanity. It's like we've had this technology for years where we could have been giving out clean, renew like like supposedly from the fifties. Like yeah, literally, we could have clean done clean energy to every fucking not just every fucking American, everybody in the every fucking human. world. <laughs> Like, every fucking human in the world, and these guys are just supposedly keeping it to themselves for, to try to... For, for money, basically. For fucking warmongering. Yeah. And, like, that's what he's talking about. Like, if the, if the, this is real, the South African... If the South uh, Antarctican base can literally just be turned against another country and generates earthquakes there, like, that's crazy. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, if you could just... Like, the damage you could do to a country... Like, if we could just target an earthquake gun at China and just give them earthquakes for fucking now forever until they capitulate. Like, it's crazy. And that, the part where he said about, like, the laser shooting up into space, that's kind of why Stephen Greer and them talk about how the aliens were going to intervene. Like, if something isn't done about this, they talk about how they could intervene for reasons like this. A question of power comes into play for all of these facilities that are present. I assure you, I knew what was going on, I knew the load demands of the facility, and all of these new items exceed the demand for the systems that I was presented. I'm doing due diligence and research. I believe there is either a secondary power supply there that is either nuclear, that <coughs> was there prior to the start of the Antarctic Treaty, which prohibits such things, and or that there is some sort of exotic uh, power supply system there it just is not in the verbiage of the treaty, so it negates the responsibility to the parties involved. I think that pretty much covers it for time. If anybody, if anybody wants <laughs> this to crazy motherfucker, more, he literally just comes in here, drops all this shit, and is like, you know what? That's pretty much it. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the, that's that segment. Like, what? In five minutes, that dude says, we have faster than light travel, we have fleets already in space, we can communicate with them, we can generate earthquakes at will, and we can shoot lasers at aliens. 
wild, bro. Yeah. And that dude in Washington, D.C. just got up in front of all those people and just said all that shit with a straight face. And that video is three hours long. Yeah. And that was five minutes. That was literally, we listened to five minutes right there. (laughs) (laughs) It's intense. It's a lot. Again, I think it just comes down to exactly what you're saying. Like, even if, even if, like, one, even if a fraction of what they're saying is true, like, it changes a lot of things for a lot of people. And it's really. It's nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. It's also nuts that these guys are all just lying. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's also just fucking nuts that it got this much publicity and this much shit if these guys are all just lying. What if these are the guys that the government hired to to make us believe in aliens while they're doing other shady shit behind it. I mean, that's what, that's what I've seen on the internet, too. That's what some people are saying about it, that this is all just another disinformation attempt. Yep. It's like they get this guy, Stephen Greer, has been doing it for a while. They pay him off. They make him do this stuff. Because think about it. Like, this guy, Stephen Greer is also saying that he knows a lot of people who have been assassinated for doing exactly yeah. what he's doing. For yeah, And he's been doing it for 30 years, and he hasn't been assassinated. So At one point during this, he says that, like, in the 90s, he was offered $2 billion to just stop. Like that, some like a, basically a government guy came up to him and was like, "Hey, you can just stop this, and we'll give you two billion dollars." But no, he wanted to get this information out. So uh, this is what he has to say about the like the extraterrestrial red line. Basically, that's what he's calling it, like their line in the sand. Uh, it, they also call they he uses the ISG as the illegal secret government, basically mm-hmm. to talk about like these like black projects. Uh, he says the ISG has technology from reverse engineering ET craft that has the ability to be a serious threat to them via quantum entanglement. He says at least 19, 119 ET craft have been down to near or over Earth. Uh, he says EM scalar weapons can potentially reach beyond our solar system. And the rogue ISG operations pose a threat to both ET and human civilizations. He says there's an imminent risk of these ISG rogue operations could cross a red line requiring an ET response to protect innocent life elsewhere and on Earth. Uh, While this response would be a self-defense and protective, it risks being deliberately portrayed as, quote, an alien attack. Prior protective ET interventions regarding nuclear risk have already been deliberately wrongly portrayed for psychological warfare purposes. They also talk about, uh, as we talked about last week, how, like, They've come and just shut down nuclear warheads. Mm-hmm. Like, just completely disarm them. And the, there's a treaty we signed with Russia back with Nixon, I think. Uh, that There's a clause in it that says if the, that happens, like if an, like a UFO interferes with a nuclear warhead, we have to inform the other people about it. Like, we have to inform Russia about it, and they will inform us. <laughs> hey, guys, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> Which, I mean, is like... This is an official treaty. Like you can go look the treaty up, and it's there. Like yeah. it, it's it's been acknowledged. Like they know something was going on. Then at least, like even if they don't have first engineered craft and everything, like we're talking about, like they knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say it's imperative that the president, Congress, and Pentagon, uh, and other U.S. government agencies obtain immediate command and control over these projects, so something like that doesn't happen. Uh, the Disclosure Project also says its goal is to use the information uh, from people coming forward to make zero-point energy systems to release open source to the public by 2026. And they're saying vibrational energy that uh, opens uh, zero-point energy is basically the vibrational energy that molecules still retain even at absolute zero. Like that's what they're trying to like harness. Mm-hmm. That's that shit I was telling you about about how like this little cube thing the size of a fucking like soda can. 
this guy Stephen Gurris claiming that can like power your whole house, everything in it, like literally no problem. You'd never even have to, like we we wouldn't have to sign up for electricity. You wouldn't have to get your house on the power grid, anything like that. Like this little tiny thing that can just sit like like just cylinder thing that just sits here, just like this. Your entire house is running off of. Well, and, and it's just all like zero point. Out. That's how are you actually accessing that energy though? Well, that's what basically that's what they're trying to do. That's why they want like they're using these scientists that come forward that either aren't in the government anymore, or aren't like part of these projects anymore, or like working with them to try to develop these technologies to be used. That's what they want. That's why they're asking for money too. Like, yeah, because eventually, because that's the that's kind of like goes back to what I was saying earlier. If they can do that, if they can get enough people to where they create one of these things, you can't lie about it anymore. It's out there. They made it. When someone makes it. Same thing with the car with running off water. Yeah. Like, you can't deny that. That's real. Like, they can't. There's no one out there saying, oh, no, we didn't kill that guy. Like, <laughs> no, you, y'all killed that guy. Like, <laughs> and it's out there, and that's the only reason why people don't do it anymore is because <laughs> y'all killed that have. guy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but that it's not. No one's trying to take down, like, the fucking car parts industry. You know what I mean? I mean, you could even argue that Elon Musk, like, possibly is, but with his electric cars and stuff like that, but that's still, like, those cars are... Like, the batteries those cars run off of... See, and that's what's funny. Like, we're literally using 100-year-old technology right now. Like, the battery was invented over 100 fucking years ago. But those batteries that those electric... Like, batteries that Tesla, they're, like, you can't get rid of them. Oh, first, yeah, like you can't like they, yeah, there's no... Yeah. Like, there's... I can't exactly remember what they're made out of and stuff like that, but, like, you can't... They're non-recyclable. Mm-hmm. Like, once they're dead, like, they have to put them somewhere and yeah, sit. Yeah, they're just gonna... Yeah. Bury them. And it's fucking... I mean, it is kind of crazy, too. Like, I've been thinking about this ever since, like, I've watched this. Like, in the 40s, like, we made the atomic bomb in, like, three years. Like, we literally went from non-nuclear to being able to harness nuclear energy within, like, three years. Being able to split an atom and harnessing... And technology... And, like... Technology progress is only faster and faster. Like the more technology you have, the faster you can progress and things like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems like things just kind of slowed down, though. Like after after the like, the fifties and There's stuff. There's been like a sixty year period where we really haven't progressed anything. I mean, there yeah, have definitely the been like small steps. Yeah, but it. I mean, compared to like what you're talking about, yeah, like, we learned how to split the fucking out and like harness nuclear energy in three years. Yeah, like just like a driving force like let's figure it out let's do it and like what he said like 60 years like besides like Im- i mean maybe infrastructure wise well they've been able a- to like build cool buildings but technology wise it's not made any sort of jump like yeah. that in like the past hundred years that's why what he calls the lost century yeah they, he has a documentary that just came out called the lost century where it talks about like Basically, how these company, well, like how these like certain small, co- well, not small, but like huge companies, but like a small number of them that the government's like, well, that this like secret government's been like working with and contracting with that they've been reaping all the benefits and just keeping it for themselves, basically. While they keep us on like fucking coal, like fucking gas, like you know what I mean, like fracking and all that kind of stuff. And like, that's and, like they oil. could literally do the same thing with this though. Well, but those aren't as destructive, hopefully. Like, at least, like, the way they talk about them is they're, like, cleaner. Like, they, they don't... You're not burning things. You're not, like... You're not destroying the atmosphere to you're fucking... Not, you're not using... Like, you're not, like, using up something. Like, the energy between... Because, like, with zero-point energy, it's, like, the energy between the atoms. That's always going to be there. You're just finding ways to, like, utilize it. Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm saying, why aren't we using it now? Then and then they just charge us like they do with current electricity. That's what this guy's trying to do. He's this guy's literally like been for thirty years. That's no, what I know, but I'm saying like the government has no reason in a way to hide it from us if they have. I think you keep getting mixed be... up about the government. The government doesn't Secret know. Government, whatever. But that's what I mean. Like it's it's a very small portion. Like there's the overall government, then there's a very small portion of it that that is using it just for their own means. Yeah, that's I know, what they're but claiming. This would could be for their means because then they could charge for using it just like we do with everything else. Yeah, but there's a lot of smart people out there. People connect the dots really easily. Yeah, there's, there's also the thing if they don't want other people to have it because once it's out there, it's out there. And again, like once one of these dudes make one of these zero point things. Like it's out that you can't deny it anymore. There's like that kid that made his fucking the nuclear reactor in his garage. Like once you fucking once these things are out there, anyone can make them. You can revert like just like what they do. Like we get an alien craft, they reverse engineer it. And now they have it. Like there's a lot of smart people out there that can do that too. That aren't in on their little fucking their little side project type shit. Which again, it could all be fucking bullshit. This could yeah. all be fucking. <laughs> this could all be fucking bullshit. But the fact that it gets this much hype and stuff like that is very interesting. Well, the fact that all these documents and all these fucking all this quote unquote evidence is being presented to Congress and they're actually taking a look at it. And is, something I was saying earlier, like with the Travis Walton thing, like it's just all the little like consistencies through all of these stories we've been hearing for mm-hmm. so long, and all these things just kind of like all the pieces like keep fitting into place and like slotting yeah. like one after the other. It was really interesting to me, like. It was wild, the timing. When we did the Travis Walton episode, he literally had just gone on Joe Rogan. So it's like, you were telling me stuff. So like it was, it was even like you just looking up facts about his story and things that he had said. And then I went right and I watched the Joe Rogan thing and just hearing this, like, they were exactly the same, bro. Like, yeah, he's definitely one person that's always had like the same story the whole way through. For 30 fucking years, yeah. this dude has been saying the same story without like switching it up at all and not like fucking up here, fucking up there on accident type shit. And it was just very, it was really weird timing. And I was like, that's kind of, that was insane. It blew my mind, actually. Like, just hearing him talk and try to recollect things and stuff like that. Like, it was, it was interesting. I might honestly go back and watch it again. Just because it was... Just to see his face, too. Like, I don't know. Like, hearing you talk about it, I didn't really think. I, I mean, know you said like, that he was alive, him, but, like, like, huh? It, like, humanizes him. Like, he's, yeah. like, a real dude. Like, this actually happened. Like, yeah. Like, I know you said he was alive, but I never really thought about, like, seeing him or, like, if he did like, this Like, that dude believes something happened to him. Like, maybe maybe he didn't get abducted. Maybe that didn't happen. But, like, he believes that happened. Yes. For sure. Yes, 100%. I mean, no one spends 30 years of their life saying this stuff, like when people are calling him a fucking quack and all kinds yeah. of fucking, just calling him crazy and stuff like that, and he's just like, I don't care. What's he gotten from it? I mean, he's made books and stuff he's like that. He's gone to a couple but... UFO conventions, that's about it. Yeah. He's written a book, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's probably not like making yeah, it's him a not whole a lot fucking of money. Be- it's not a fucking bestseller yeah. type shit. He's not being a millionaire off this fucking book, and it's like, yeah, it's like... It's interesting. All this stuff is pretty... Pretty wild. I'm glad we I'm glad we covered it and stuff because it was another good weird timing thing is like I just recently heard about the Stephen Greer before you even said that you wanted to cover him and stuff like that. So it is like it's been getting out there. People have you know, people are talking about it. But again, with the subject matter that it is, no wonder people are talking about it. There's a lot of people just like us, just like you, Pappy. They just want to know. They just want to know, is it real? Is it not? And this dude just seems on the surface. The Stephen Greer guy just seems like he's just like, just tell him. 
Just tell the people. Just tell them. Oh, this is like really, like really conspiracy theory. I know that's kind of something that's just talking about all this. But when I was trying to find this, like the actual bod of the press conference, I couldn't. Like it was hard to find. Like oh I, yeah, I was like googling it and shit like that. Like it would just not come up. Yeah, it's like, definitely it took, been suppressed. Yeah, people don't like when this shit. Like even if it's lying, people don't like it. People don't like like if they don't like like certain piece, it'll, it's gonna get suppressed in there in the algorithm. They're gonna put things on it to not let you see it. Cause like I, it was a national press club event, and like which is like a government like website. I found the event on that website, but I couldn't find a link to it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Until I eventually found it, like I was like, well, maybe if I go to his YouTube page, maybe he'll have something about it. And that's where mm-hmm. it was. It was on like I had to I mean, go to know, his YouTube. He had page. just said that he got taken off of uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> he did an episode of Joe Rogan, and Spotify made them made him take it off the playlist. So now you can't see Stephen Greer's. Uh, episode on Joe Rogan. And he said there's multiple ones like that. There's multiple ones where people just like make him take it off because they don't want to hear the shit that he has to say. Again, makes sense. It's If it's not true, it's it's outlandish. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's wild that this dude is this serious and he's got to be doing something where he's making a pretty penny off of it. Otherwise, why would you do it? You know what I mean? Like he's sound mind. He's he's pretty he's a pretty sound. It's not like he's actually crazy, you know. It's not like yeah. Alex Jones out here like saying like crazy fucking shit. Like he's a very you can tell he's an educated guy and he sounds so it's like he's got to if if it's fake he's got to be making some sort of money off all this. I just don't I don't think there's much money in like UFO. No, I, like, yeah, I don't I agree. think there's. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think are, it ruins more people's lives than anything. Like yeah. I think people that have these experiences end up just like shattered, fucked and, up. Yeah. And that's just from the experience, let alone them talking about it and people just, like, judging them and calling them fucking crazy and stuff like that. Like, well, which is another fucked up part, because if, if everything that Greer said here is true, it's mostly us abducting other people and giving them these life-shattering experiences. And, yeah, more and than telling them that. More than the few that supposedly the aliens are abducting. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about before in all these, that there's usually like people there with them too. Mm-hmm. There's not; it's not always just aliens. Some like, sort of humanoid, something that they people, always talk about. How Travis like, saw those humanoids. Yeah, they always talk about how it's like a like a guy in a military uniform too. Usually, mm-hmm. fucking. It's Hydra. just all the little pieces like falling together and stuff. And I feel like recently I've seen so much more about like just like people seeing having sightings of stuff and things like that. Yeah, I mean technology is getting wilder and wilder. Like it's. I mean, even just, like, in the last, like, couple of weeks, because there was that Las Vegas one. Yep. I saw a new one in New York where a dude's claiming that he just saw an alien, like, walking through his cornfield. And, like, I saw a little bit of a video of it, and, I mean, it looks like there's just an alien walking through his cornfield. Like, it looks like a, the standard, like, gray, but with, like, a black, like, suit on. Mm-hmm. Not, like, a suit suit, but, like, a kind of, like, a black, like, space suit-ish thing. Mm-hmm. There is the one... Oh, we said about the Las Vegas one. There was and the video I saw. I think it was in Texas where it looks like there was just this huge like mothership hovering in a thunderstorm. Every time the lightning would strike, you'd see like an outline of like the fucking big ass circle. It's just nuts. And like, what if fucking aliens did come down and were like, "Hey, you guys got some fucked up shit going on. You should fix y'all, that." Y'all need to stop. Y'all need to <laughs> stop with this shit, bro. Wouldn't that be nuts? And then you gotta go to work the next day. It's all over. <laughs> That's the what I mean. In a panic after that. I fucking I watched this like three hour thing, 
like they just literally came out and said sixty to seventy alien civilizations. We got one hundred and twenty crafts, and then I had to go to work the next day. <laughs> That's all I could fucking think about at work the next day. It's like what? <laughs> I want more, bro. Yeah, it's like me. you can't just tell me that and expect me to like go about my life. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm just supposed to be like, oh, cool. Let's go make sandwiches now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. My boss is like, I showed him, I, my boss is like always kind of like been into aliens and shit. I've been like telling him stuff and I saw this and I'm like, you gotta watch it. He watched it that day at work and he would, he called our like his boss then because apparently she's into it too and was like telling her shit about it. I could, <laughs> I could like hear him in the office like talking to her about it and stuff. Mike's fucking getting everyone <laughs> into everything, man. I was like, when we hand out orders, you should be like, did you know those 60 to 70 alien civilizations? <laughs> you guys might not be cooking there for much longer. <laughs> Yeah, it's just wild. We've been thinking that first quality's making tampons. Really, they're fucking helping out with the zero point fucking shit. I always do something like that. Can't be sure. that many mechanical failures at a fucking toilet paper plant. <laughs> God, that job seems so boring. Apparently, Dude Man loves it. Mm. I'm sure. Again, yeah. After what after what he fucking came from, of course he fucking just just a little bit of normalcy. <laughs> he got it the fucking easiest. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it was, still wasn't normal. Like nobody that worked there is like, that's not normal. Nothing about it, bro. It's been another good episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. I'm Mike Kowalski. Pappy. We'll see you next week, kids. Bye. When the aliens come down. Yeah, watch out. Don't get abducted by the government. Part three, when the aliens come down. Okay. <laughs> it's recorded. Carl. Carl.